Now it's time to see who has the heart. If you put your effort and concentration into playing to your potential to be the best that you can be, I don't care what the scoreboard says, at the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. This is your time. Now go out there and take it. Everybody grab it out there. Nobody touch it. Just grab it, everybody. Welcome to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Come see all your friends at Applebee's in Athens, Highway 72 West, just off I-65. 12 minutes guaranteed or it's free, Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Seven items to choose from. Can't make it for lunch? Visit them for happy hour, 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. or late night. Half-price appetizers with beverage purchase, six appetizers to choose from. One of your favorite teams is sure to be playing on the big screen, too. See you tomorrow at Applebee's Neighborhood Grill, Highway 72 Athens, just off I-65. Daily and Sunday car care is Ardmore's only one-stop auto repair and tire shop. Whether it's major mechanic or brake work or routine maintenance like an oil change or lube job, Daily and Sun Car Care has been satisfying customers all over with their fast and friendly service. They're also your headquarters for quality Cooper tires. Stop by and see Wayne, Nikki, or Dale at 25600 Main Street in Ardmore, Tennessee or call them at 931-427-4651. They're on Facebook too. Daily and Sun Car Care, open Monday through Friday, 7.30 till 5, and Saturday, 7.30 till noon. When things go wrong, State Farm is here to help life go right. And Agent Michael Howell is the one who can help get things back on track. See Michael for your auto, home, life, health, property, and business insurance, and be ready for those unexpected twists that life throws at you. Ask about banking and annuities, too. Call State Farm Agent Michael Howell at 232-5400. Visit him online at michaelhowell.net, or go see him at 903 South Clinton Street in Athens. State Farm Agent Michael Howell, there when things go wrong, here to help life go right. Home security is not what it used to be. With Secure Connect and smart home integration features, you can unlock your doors and turn off your alarm from your smart home app. No more hiding a key under a rock. Get Secure Connect and live life connected. Call Ardmore Telephone Company at 800 800- 830-9946 to secure your home today. Applebee's Tailgate Talk wants to recognize our local athletes, and you can help. Go to tailgatetalk.net throughout the school year to vote for the Applebee's Neighborhood Athlete of the Week. The winner receives a Tailgate Talk t-shirt from that shirt printing place. Submit your own nominations for future polls, too. While you're there, check out the Tailgate Talk archives and see what you might have missed. That's the Applebee's Neighborhood Athlete of the Week. Cast your vote today from Applebee's Neighborhood Grill and Tailgate Talk. Hey, this is Athens Bible School varsity girls basketball coach Corey McElyay, and you are listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. Good Saturday morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of Applebee's Tailgate Talk. We're live here in the Athens Applebee's at the corner of 72 and I-65. Come out here and join us this afternoon and watch some college basketball and get you something to eat and have a good time with family and friends. Joining me here is Coach Clint Lay, alongside Todd DeBod Tomlin and producer extraordinary Tim Lambert. I am Jay Vassar, and welcoming y'all again to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning. 
Jay, yeah. don't don't forget, man. Also, come here and enjoy the elixir of the gods, Mister P up here. <laughs> man, I'm glad they got that this morning. Tom's out on the assignment today. We'll, we'll hopefully he'll be back next week and have one here. It's under the weather a little bit. <laughs> He's braving the elements to show up here and producing this show. We appreciate what he does. I got an offer you can't refuse. That <laughs> <laughs> sounds. I love it, uh, folks. You can look for us on Facebook at Applebee's Tailgate Talk and on Instagram and or X at Tailgate Talk. A-A-A-L. Visit us online at tailgatetalk.net get to get scores, archives of past shows. And you can also vote on this week's Athlete of the Week poll and enter nominations for future polls, as well as find the links to download the PAS Plus app for your Android or iOS devices. Follow the Tailgate Talk podcast on iTunes, Amazon, Pandora, iHeart, Google, and other popular platforms. Hear us on your Alexa device by saying Alexa. Open PAS Plus or call a Texas during the show at 256-812-1TGT. That's 256-812-1848. All our calling guests come via the First National Bank hotline, making communities great. And our special guest segment is sponsored by Yellowhammer Roofing. Give you the rundown of our guests today. Uh, we have our guru of the SEC, Mr. A.P. Stedham. Our Huntsville Havoc hookup, Mr. Clay Coleman. We'll have David and Heather Goff. They uh, run the West Limestone golf teams out there at, at uh, Salem. We'll have uh, Tanner baseball coach, Manny Laurel, join us, as well as uh, a friend of the show is coaches the girls, Clements girls basketball team as they head for Birmingham this week, uh, Coach Shane Childress. And we'll also have our special guest, He's wrote a book. It's called The Team of Destiny, talking about the 1924 Washington Senators, Mr. Gary Sarnoff. So we'll talk to him about that book, and Tim has it here with us. But uh, just uh, let's run down who we have today. And Coach, I know you're happy about this past week. I know Shane is too for revenging that 30-point loss here a couple weeks ago to go down and Beat the Lauderdale County Tigers by what, 19, 18, 19? Yeah. Held them like to that? what, 36? Uh, well, I mean, something like that. Guys, I'm just telling you, it's been a year of every time we've played them, which was three times, two times during the regular season and once. And they've had they've had the Lady Colts' number. I mean, it was a dominant performance by them. And the last time they played, Coach Childress, I walked in there and, and he says, I am working on something, man. I'm working on something. And as I went and talked to him and kept talking, and you know, guys, I don't know a lot about the that X's I don't. Your wife but, does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but but she kept she kept saying the same thing. They've got to do something different because guys, they were scoring twenty, thirty layups on our press, and it just wasn't. They have they have a lot of quality ball handlers oh, on that team. Yeah. So we come out at Wallace, and I get there, and, and y'all, to be honest with you. They make me so nervous, kind of like Alabama football. And Jay can tell you this: I can't sit now. I have to walk outside because I get so tore up. I walk outside. So, but anyway, before I did, we we're up at half by 16, 15 points, and they had scored twelve and a half. And I looked at John Moore sitting beside me and my assistant principal, Mr. Bennett, and John goes, "We're fixed to beat them bad." 
And I went, man, they're going to go in there and make an adjustment. It's going to be a heck of a game the second half. It wasn't. I mean, our girls played awesome. One of their best performances of the whole season. Shane had a great, great – I can't tell you how good of a game plan Shane had for them. And we beat them by 18 points. But, guys, I'm not saying this to be a smart aleck, but we missed a lot of opportunities to beat them by 30. Yeah. Yeah. But that's why I kept saying you beat I mean, them like when it easy shot, miss, yeah, easy just shot, missing put back. Like, so um, when I saw the final score, I just kind of assumed that maybe he had pulled it out and slowed it down. Was I mean, was that not the case? Was it just, not really? Just, I mean, I mean, you know, he, defense he, was shutting them down. He got into something called the one-three-one zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they didn't know they have an answer for it, mm-hmm. and uh, they they didn't adjust at halftime. And I told coach, I said, hmm. you know, in my past, I've had I've coached with guys that. Coach O'Connor at Giles County is a great example. We, we we went in, we met with the coaches outside the locker room. What are we doing? What do we need to what do we need to do? How do we need to handle it? What do we need to tell the kids? What do we need to the adjustments that need to be made? And we go in and make adjustments at halftime. I've also been in halftime with coaches where all we did is tell them how bad they suck. Yeah. yeah. And and O. C. <laughs> would always say, Man, you know, we, they already know they're terrible. We ain't gotta go in and reinforce that. <laughs> Let's reinforce how we need to win. Yeah. And I think, you know, not only, you know, in the game of football, Coach Saban did a great job of adjustments mm-hmm. at halftime. Yeah. And Shane, the, the guy from well, the what the guy from Lauderdale just I'm not saying he didn't Whatever he did, it wasn't a big adjustment to phase what Shane was doing. Well, he may have thought, though, too, you know what? We do what we do, and we do it well, and we're just not doing it maybe as good as we That's normally right can. That. You know what I'm saying? That's right. You know, we're sticking with a game plan. We've that's just right. got to execute it, and that might have been – Well, I mean, that's what y'all – when y'all were so great at East back in the day, y'all would have went in halftime down. Coach Drake would shoot everybody out. And y'all come oh, that's all – yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> and, but, and, and we pretty much – I mean, he would make adjustments maybe like, you know, moving – particular people, you know, defending others, you know, things like that. But, I mean, everybody knew coming into the game what offenses we ran, what defenses right. we ran. Stop you it. You know, stop it. Stop you, know, you can stop it. That's and, your you know. answer. But I'm telling you, man, uh, Leah played a good game. Leah's sister, Josie, made all 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 the all region tournament. Let me tell you this, man. Everybody asked me, man, she don't – she shoots. We got one of those shooting machines. She'll shoot an extra hundred or so nice. after practice every it. day, and her shot is getting better and That's better. That's what you got to do, man. Uh, the Taylor Fer- There's two Taylor Ferris. The Taylor Ferris, uh, I call it the Clements Taylor Ferris. She had a great game and really should have been on the all-region team. The other Taylor Ferris had the best game she's played all year. And then our uh, KK. All, all, but all the girls, even our eighth grader, uh, contributed during yeah. that during that time as well plus we're playing without shikari bailey who was a right, big help yeah, last yeah. year and uh I'm, i can't tell you how how proud i am of them right now i mean our you know the, the, it's so funny guys how a small community at clements when everybody tells me what's happened to the support at clements i said it's called you got to win mm-hmm. winning brings out the Put product on the I mean, floor and, of the field and and you wouldn't believe in the last couple of days the uh, the the you know to be honest with you the number of checks that's come from awesome. former people that wants to help will help out what what we can do but guys the ticket prices man are driving kids that can't with with brothers and sisters well families period you fourteen dollars guys to get yeah. in Wallace State wow unbelievable we talked about it, I think that on the phone I told you at least <laughs> ten and I was off of well it there I hope we didn't steal much of Tim's thunder yeah. but I think it's time for scores. And more. No, that, I mean, that was a few days ago. So. <laughs> that's, awesome. Um, that's awesome. 
So anyway, yesterday had some baseball. Sparkman beat Ardmore seven to nothing. East Limestone Middle School team split with uh, Muscle Shoals. Indians won the first game seven to one, and then lost the second game eleven to one in soccer. James Clements boys lost to Crossville four to three. West Limestone boys beat Haleyville seven to one. Lady Wildcats also won one to nothing. East Limestone JV girls beat Albertville two to one. And in softball, Ardmore shut out Scottsboro six to nothing. Huntsville beat James Clemens seventeen to one. Um, and let's say congratulations to West Limestone's Easton Smith for signing with Huntington uh, Huntington Football, and Clements Jaden Gilbert signed with Lindsey Wilson Football as well earlier this week. And uh, we mentioned Clements girls winning. Well, they're going to play in the 3A state semifinals on Tuesday against Trinity Presbyterian. So uh, there you go. Oh, uh, coming up, we'll be live at the Chili Challenge, not next week, but week after that uh, on March 9th. So there you go, scores and more. Brought to you by P4 Physical Therapy, delivering world-class outpatient care with a purpose. Visit them on Facebook or online at p4physicaltherapy.com. It's not going to be the same in the county anymore without. I'm telling you, man, Easton, Easton Smith and Jaden Gilbert are two great kids, man, that are going to play football where they're going because because of the transfer portal. Yeah, and I'm not trying to hate on Lindsey Wilson or Huntington, but those guys are better players. But the transfer portal has killed kids that are trying uh, to get out and get somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure he is. It's just a total mess. Did uh, y'all by chance happen to see Rick Pitino's press conference the other night after they were up? I don't remember who they were playing. They had a 16-point lead. Ended <laughs> up getting beat. Y'all I think they got beat. But holy I smoke. I, lo- I loved it. I think y'all would have loved it. Obviously, the media did not. He comes out, man, and he's just he's, he's, he's putting it all on the kids, right? Like, at some point, he's like, listen, man, it took us a month, at least a month, working on just how to do a bounce pass. He said, you know what, two months, actually two months, just to get them to learn how to do a bounce pass. And, I mean, just on and on about their lack of effort, this, that, and the other. He put, he put a locker room talk out publicly is basically what he did. But um, they, um, it was just, um, you know, I don't know. I, I, I guess you could say bashing, but, I mean, I didn't take it that way. I just – he did it with a purpose, right? All coaches do stuff yeah. like that with purpose intent. Mm-hmm. But, of course, in today's world, right, <laughs> you know, a little harsh. You shouldn't have said that publicly, coach. So what did he do? He had to apologize yeah. with his kids sitting there next to him at the next pressure. Um, they had beaten Georgetown, who's pathetic. Couldn't beat even some high school teams, probably, to be honest. Only by five. Should have beat them probably by 30. But yeah. um, anyway, it, I just, it was interesting. I thought y'all might have seen that. So Ewing's not playing with Georgetown? No, he, he, not, um, anymore. not anymore. <laughs> no. All right. Good first segment there, guys. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk on the Big 1080 and our PAS Plus app. Hear Applebee's Tailgate Talk on your Alexa device by saying, Alexa, open PAS Plus, and hear it in crystal clear quality. Applebee's Tailgate Talk will be right back. 
P4 Physical Therapy is a new outpatient provider offering community-based care with a unique partnership model that allows them to consistently deliver world-class outpatient care, emphasizing personalized hands-on treatment. Whether it's orthopedic, physical, geriatric, or manual therapy, sports or neuro rehab, telehealth, or most any type of muscle or joint pain, P4 Physical Therapy promises to treat you with integrity, compassion, faithfulness, and selflessness. Locations in Athens, Huntsville, and Winfield, Alabama, as well as Fayetteville and Knoxville, Tennessee. Look for them on Facebook or online at p4physicaltherapy.com. First National Bank is a name everyone in the community recognizes. We see it in our schools, in our parks, and in our homes. First National Bank is proud to help make our community great. I am First National Bank Student Advisory Board member Elijah Goins from Athens Bible School, and I love to help represent First National Bank in my community. First National Bank, making communities great. Located at 1880 Highway 72 East and 321 South Jefferson Street in Athens. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Davis and Cole LLP in Athens has served the area assisting individuals and businesses with bookkeeping, tax preparation and filing, and routine accounting. Davis and Cole LLP, located at 105 South Marion Street. Open weekdays 9 to 5. Call 256-232-9994. Davis and Cole LLP. Your roof is the first line of defense for your home. Do you have water stains on your ceiling? Paint peeling off your walls? Shingles missing? It's probably time for you to get your free roof inspection. Locally owned and operated, licensed and insured. Yellowhammer Roofing is the Yellowhammer State Hometown Team. Yellowhammer Roofing. Let our family protect what's most important to you, your family. 256-232-1933 or online at yellowhammerroofing.com. Keep up with local school, travel, youth and amateur sports throughout the week with a play action sports update. Listen weekday mornings at 7.30 and weekday afternoons at 1.30 and 3.30 as we bring you the latest scores, news, and announcements from Limestone County and surrounding communities. That's the Play Action Sports Update three times a day, Monday through Friday on 1080 WKAC. Hi, this is Clint Woodsman, head football coach at East Limestone, and you are listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. And welcome back to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. As we see, we're live here at the Athens Applebee's here at the corner of 72 and I-65. And joining us on the First National Bank Hotline, making communities great, is our old buddy from the from down in L.A., Lower Alabama, our guru of the SEC, Mr. A.P. Stedham. A.P., how you doing this morning, bud? Hey, good morning. Good morning. So glad to be on Applebee's Tailgate Talk, WKAC, 1080 AM, Athens, Alabama. You at home this morning? At home, yeah. Rick, get ready to watch this big Alabama-Kentucky game. Quite interested. Yeah, it should be a good one. Hey, we're coming uh, – or, hey, we're playing them in Rupp Arena, them coming off a loss, a one-point loss at the last second. So, they're going to be yes. fired up. That crowd's going to be wicked. And we may be shorthanded by two guys, too. So. Well, I know, Wakey. Who else? And uh, probably Latrell Wright. So, they said he was still day-to-day. I bet he's oh, got man. concussion. I bet. Right, wow. right. But, but you know, it gives, it, gives, it gives somebody extra shots. That's it. Oh, that's the way I always look at it. That's the way I always look at Next it. Next man's up, right? They don't mind taking yeah. the shots, that's for sure. No, no, that team is built to take shots. So let's see the next person. Yeah, next yeah. couple. So, uh, AP, the big news 
coming out this week was that the uh, well they said the stepping down, but it sounded like the university let Eli go. So gold go. So what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, you would hope that after 36 mm-hmm. years, both parties can agree on a graceful exit. Yeah. And that did not happen. So I would say because it did not happen, then it's a bad look. It's uh, unfortunate. You know, when Eli's been there 36 years, uh, we understand schools maybe want to make a switch, but uh, it, it didn't sound like it was smooth. You know, just a lot of lot of rough edges there at the end. Yeah, yeah. From what I understood, they were going to allow him to do the A day game, and that kind of be his, you know, final goodbye. Swan song. That's a yeah. I I I think the man deserved one more year, whether it was just home games only. And matter of fact, so he even said, you know, that that the home game deal for last year wasn't his idea. That was something that the school enforced. Like he said, he was happy, healthy, and ready to go, travel, whatever. And then they were like, nah, you know, maybe just do the home games. Um, so obviously they were right. Stewart, and, and Chris Stewart's wonderful. I love. I mean, I think he'll do. A, he'll be the next great voice in Alabama history. But um, I was talking to somebody last night, and they had a, a pretty good point. Um, Chris Stewart could have probably been a, a hero, a god in the state if he had just said, "You know what? No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not going to step in. I'm not going to step over Eli until you know right. until we can rectify this and let him, like you said, right. gracefully exit. I'm not stepping into yes. that role." And everybody right. just, which everybody loves Chris Stewart anyway, but I, probably, but you know, yeah, no. yeah, that's you're the first one I've heard say that. That's an excellent point, uh, in perspective on your part. And so like was, I say, there's more than just Eli and the school involved in the decision, oh, uh, yeah, which you inferred, yes. Yeah. But what a way to go out though, fourth oh, and 31, no doubt, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which, right, which is sad though, but you know, what a way to go out with that call. Yeah. Well, let me. Let me Still I'm not sorry. my favorite call, though, Jay. My favorite call was the second and twenty-six. Yeah. yeah. He hits and Tua hits Smitty in the back of. The and I can't uh, tell you how much I loved it because my stinking sister and two punk nephews love George, and you talking about a dagger in the heart. You, they, you think, they didn't answer a phone call from me for a week, AP. <laughs> Text nothing. Love it. You nothing, know? right? Oh, yeah. I could have I I been right? laid up in the hospital with another heart attack, and they'd have been like, I don't know what you do. <laughs> I'm going to be real selfish here, man, but my favorite color guy, there's a lot of them. I grew up listening yes. to Jerry Duncan yes. on the sideline. Love that guy. Right. I love Kenny yeah. Stabler as the color mm-hmm. guy. Yeah. Phil yeah, Savage was, was awesome. Yeah. So yeah. who's going to be Chris yes. Stewart? Yeah. I don't, it's still probably going to be Tyler Watts. Tyler Watts. I would, I would think. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I haven't heard anything because, on that front. Um, I, I heard, yeah, I heard rumblings of the other, other situation months before, but I never heard anything well, on that. Well, let me ask y'all this, yeah. guys. I mean, AP, what? You know, a lot of people are coming out defending the school, saying, "Oh yeah, it was time for him to go. He was slipping." And I, I mean, I, I would even listen to the Varsity app while watching the game, so I could listen to you know our play-by-play. I don't yes. remember ever thinking. Oh my goodness, Eli! You're stinking it up today. I mean, I don't. I mean, Never. y'all, right? Yeah. Never. The guys that stink it up is them crappy CBS guys. <laughs> no kidding. That's why I listen to the bars. I never want to listen to them guys again. Yeah. In which Chris and Tyler have a good chemistry together because 
they used to do the the playback games on mm. CSS right. back right. in the day. I forgot about that. So, yes. So they they yeah, they know they have a good relationship it, there. Jay, isn't it Stewart that does the Nick Saban show? Yeah. Yeah. After right yeah. after the yeah. game, there ain't no more. Man, the Kalen DeBoer show. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. But you know, I'd hate to know I was out there with Saban <laughs> on the field after the game if we lost. Whoo! No. Right. Right. Yeah, no kidding, yeah, but that's a difficult spot. Yeah, but, like Maria hey, Taylor. Well, thank goodness it didn't happen too many times. So. <laughs> that's right. And no, a, no. And AP, another topic come out yesterday or maybe yes. the day before is they want to make the playoff sixteen teams now. What are you going to do? Make it sixty-four well, like basketball? Yeah, well, well even basketball's is, talking about expanding yeah, too. Yeah, so. yeah. Water yeah. This now. is the issue. Yeah, this is the issue I always had with the playoffs. Do you, do you want basketball? Because that's what it's become. Yeah, you you had, you're giving a team, yep. you know, with three, let's say with three losses, a chance to win a championship. So it, this, those Saturdays, all right, you win, you lose one, lose two, lose three. Okay, so it's okay. It's yeah. fine. You're still in that title hunt. It waters down which, the regular season. That's fine. That, that, that's, that's your choice. I mean, they're in control. But yeah. I always like that where every Saturday mattered. Yeah, that, exactly. That's always been my yeah. position. It's important. I mean, you would always see my, – my argument was always Florida State. Remember when they would lose to Miami and then at the end of the year they were beating everybody at 40 and they were saying, we're the best team. Yeah. Well, you had your chance. Now, what did you do in October against Miami? Oh, well, you lost. Oh, okay. Right. Now you're playing free and easy and there's no pressure. Yeah, everybody can do that. Everybody. If you tell everybody, look, I'll give you a loss. Pick a game. I'll give you a loss and see how well they play. It, it's different. It's it's That's much. Right. The coaches the coaches are tight sometimes. Uh, and but after they have that loss, everything is mm-hmm. uh, loosened up. I'm not with the players and the coaches both. No, no extending this like this is going to mess up. I mean, they're making a they're making just a joke of it. I mean, between the NIL, the transfer, now trying to extend the playoffs before they've even got out of the gate with twelve. You know, it's just. Yeah, well, people are people are cavalier about having an extra game. It's a physical toll on people, and it's like I say, it's a, it becomes a war of attrition. Not that we have the best team, can we outlast everybody and, that, yeah. and not be injured? And that used to be what. Remember all the arguments back in the day? Oh, we can't add any more games because of injuries and the safety to our players. Yes. That was always a bit, yeah. even in the NFL. They used to use that yes. same battle cry. It, it, I mean, NFL yeah. would let them have twenty regular season games if if the oh, players goodness, union yeah. would you know pass it. <laughs> yeah, they, they ended up with another game right now. The college level, it, it's a, they're tone deaf now. Yep. Yeah. Those are just word, like it, like they say in Germany, words and smoke yep. in the air. And another thing too, I know the student athlete phrase that's that's totally gone. It's been gone for a long time, but it's re- really gone now. But they should at least make these kids get up in the morning and go to stinking class. I mean, there are so many kids yeah, that I, don't even see a classroom. Yeah. Um, right, it's, right. It's sinful, you know, and, and there's money that, that could be given to an academic scholarship or something, a band scholarship yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. you like to see people go to class. I mean, yeah, you miss a class here, but you like to see people in the classroom, you know, yeah. you because you don't want somebody coming back to you. I don't want to hear any more stories about they, they took advantage of me. Well, you knew that going in. They're yeah, going to get the best out of you. You better get the best out of them. So, yep. yeah, I don't have much sympathy with players who, who use that argument because we've seen people be medical doctors and mm-hmm. all types of professions by getting a athletic scholarship. So yeah. what happened to you? I mean, at, at a bare, you know, the standard is so low. Can you show up to class? Yeah. yeah. Can, can you be in up. class? I mean, it, the standard drops significantly 
when you're discussing, well, they took advantage of me and I didn't get my degree. Really? Yeah, you that's have million-dollar million dollar academic centers and you, you, yeah. you can't get a degree? All the yeah. tutors in the world, what, what, all what the happened? help what, in the what, world. What happened? Yeah. yeah, what happened? I mean, yeah, that story is old. It doesn't doesn't fly. It never flew with me, but no. it, does, it certainly doesn't now. Well, AP, tell us about As We See It with you and Kelly. Yeah, we had a nice show this week. We had the uh, Waco Tribune Herald writer Zach Smith discuss the two new coaches from Baylor, although the, hmm. the offensive line coach, you know, he was there for five minutes because he yeah. came from Michigan State. So he gave two distinct opinions about those coaches. You should, you should listen to that interview. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. And then we, we had um, the uh, uh, beat writer for the Montgomery Advertiser, Richard Silva. He spoke about the Auburn basketball and Auburn football as well. Then we discussed the college football playoff format, the 5 7 and some some of the basketball as well. So we had a nice show. And this week we, we have some interesting guests. Um, I, I can't tell you right now, but people should listen this week. It's going to be a lot of fun as well. Well, AP, buddy, we appreciate you joining us, and we'll talk to you next week. Hey, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Y'all be well. Bye. Have a good one, buddy. Thank you now. Bye-bye right. now. That is uh, AP Stedham joining us live from the L.A., lower Alabama. We're going to take us a quick break. You're listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk on the Big, big 1080 WKAC. AP Stedham, Heisman Trophy voter, Maxwell Award voter, and Beletnikoff Award voter can be heard weekly on the AP and Kelly As We See It podcast on Anchor and Spotify. He can also be found on Facebook and Twitter. We'll be back with more Applebee's Tailgate talk after this. Limestone Drug, located on the square in downtown Athens, is your local health park pharmacy. As your local health park pharmacy, Limestone Drug is locally owned and has a personal commitment to the community. Limestone Drug honors prescription drug plans, including Medicare. They accept flex spending cards and fill prescriptions in minutes, not hours. Limestone Drug knows there's nothing more important than your family's well-being. So shop Limestone Drug at 200 West Market Street in Athens. Your local health park pharmacy. Limestone Drug, caring for you and about you. Bring a little caffeination inspiration to your next event with Travelin' Tom's Coffee of Athens. Turn up the heat in these cooler months with their signature products, including a full coffee menu, white chocolate mocha, lattes, frappes, energy drinks, lemonades, and teas. Travelin' Tom's serves events of any size, concerts, neighborhood block parties, high school football games, you name it. Travelin' Tom's Coffee of Athens is sure to make any event a little sweeter. Visit Travelin' Tom's Coffee of Athens on Facebook or call them at 434-1734. Travelin' Tom's Coffee of Athens. Now that you've got that new place on the water, BP Riverworks can finish the picture with a boathouse, dock, or seawall. Call Baron Pugh at 251-200-2273 or Tracer Pugh at 256-206-7097. BP Riverworks, licensed and insured, 251-200-2273 or 256-206-7097. He's got a push. Back up three. And he got it! Three-pointer at the buzzer to win it! Unbelievable! Join Play Action Sports for another season of Calhoun Basketball. You can hear live action from men's and women's teams streamed on the PAS Plus app, on your Alexa device by saying, Open PAS Plus, or online at PASplus.net. Check out the online archives on the website or on your favorite podcast platform, too. And listen for select games on Sundays at noon on WKAC Radio. Calhoun Basketball from PAS Plus. Hey, this is UNA women's basketball coach Missy Tiber, and you're listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. And welcome back to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. We're 
alongside Coach Clint Legg, Todd DeBot, Tom producer extraordinaire Tim Lambert. I am Jay Vassar, and joining us here in studio, accompanied by his beautiful daughter, Laney, we will have Coach David Goff for the West Limestone Golf Boys and Go- Girls Golf Team, and Laney's a part of that golf team, so uh, welcome y'all to the show this morning. Good morning. Glad morning. to be here. Good morning. I think, Laney, you've been with us before, haven't you? Huh? I thought so. She plays the world. You're a bad girl. Pickleball, you play pickleball too? I mean, if I want to. <laughs> hey, play it all. She's Knock game all. for anything. Hey, she won a big tournament last weekend. Congratulations. Oh, congratulations. Tell us a little bit about it. It was the Nota Bingay Invitational. It was at Goose Pond, and it was a two-day tournament. Wow. Um. So what did you end up shooting? Oh, I'm not. First day was 86. Second day was 81, I think it was. Wow. Um, and. It was just wonderful weather last weekend. Yeah. I think it was 39 and yeah. 15 mile per hour. <laughs> I was going to say the wind was bad. And I got to caddy for this one with it being a two-day event. It's been a little while since I've caddied for, for and <laughs> You felt had, it. We had some struggles um, back and forth, but more than anything, I think it was the weather I was taking out on her. And it's not an easy course. Either. No, it's not. It's I was just going to say, there's a bunch of grown men that wish they could shoot, shoot that in June with perfect weather. So that's awesome. Yeah, they, they – Played a little trickaroo on us. We started on the women's tee the first day, and the second day they backed us up to the men's tee. That's not typical, great. is it? No. Um, we really didn't get an explanation for that. It was across the board, but it actually worked to our favor. It kept us, you know, almost like a three-wood hybrid going into every hole, but our, her short game is really, oh, you know, oh. her strength. So she was able to use that to an advantage, and they were taking a lot of risks trying to fly it into these greens. Oh. And it was hurting yeah. them, so we so you were kind of not laying up, but mm-hmm. but just yeah. Well, so did that? How did that mentally affect you? I mean, you're going in, you you know, you're not expecting that. Yeah. Was it like a uh oh? It was well, kind of. Oh, it down. affected you. Tell them about the first <laughs> opening tee on the second day. Yeah. Um, I hit my drives perfect the first day, like first time I've always hit them good. Then on the second day. I completely like whiffed the ball and hit it like ten yards, oh, and I was boohoo. Were you trying to crush it because <laughs> you were back on the men's <laughs> table? She yeah. tipped it off. Uh, it's kind of watching. human nature, right? You know. And she had a choice there too. She could have let that derail the day. Yeah, she could have, but you didn't. That's awesome. No. That is awesome. Well, tell us what you got going on. Your team? How's your team getting ready for matches and tournaments and all that? Well, West Limestone, just like last year, we're sharing some athletes. Um, but the good thing is most of them are not in season right now. So we've got some football players, some cheerleaders, um, just good athletes that do other things that, that have picked up the game and kind of stayed with it over the years. So um, we've had a really, really good last month of practice. Um, and some of that's in classroom, some of that's on the course, um, driving range, just a lot of different facets to be able to prepare them. Um, so I feel really good about our boys' team. Uh, we've got a strong five. We've got some others that, you know, will kind of earn their way into that starting five. But we got a really good group of five boys. And then we added a fourth girl this year. Um, last year we rolled with three. Um, but we added a fourth girl that's really in the same age group that I feel like they're going to have three, four years here together that's really going to be special, I think. Um, and so we start Monday. Uh, opening tournament, uh, Madison County, uh, Tiger Invitational at Robert Trent Jones. Um, mm. A lot of our kids are a little nervous starting in a big tournament with the big boys and girls, but uh, – That's I, how you get better. Not we're going to get one. better. Not get at this you. one. She's not – No, no she's, she's excited. 
she was trying to talk them into it, you know. But, you know, that's how we're going to grow is get uncomfortable at times. And, you know, we'll, we'll take a step forward. So, time. David, where do y'all – where is your home yeah. course? Where do y'all practice at? So, our goal when we started this was the first two years we were not going to host any home matches. We were going to go experience as away teams and experience as many different yeah. courses as possible on their dime. Uh, we're not going to pay for it uh, because I don't want money to limit these kids and their involvement. Because even last year we had some donations for clubs and bags and things that were needed. Yeah, I'm sure. So um, the first two years was trying to find an identity because golf sometimes, not to judge it, but in the county sometimes it's overlooked. There's, you know, there's a big three and that, that is what it is there. And we're all realistic, but getting them to feel an identity that they belong. And last year, at the end of the year, I saw that. And we're going to build on that this year. And then I'm, my hope would be cane break next year would be nice. we're able to practice out there. Um, we're able to use a driving range locally. So um, this year, by choice, again, we are not hosting. We, we had some options there, but I felt it was still good to let's travel, see so, some things. So yeah. where do y'all go when y'all just go practice, man? We, we have uh, Westside Drive driving range that we use um at times maybe once a week sometimes twice a week and then we use cane break twice a week okay, uh, okay. as as far as awesome. on course work it's come a long way from way back in the day when you used to go there and practice at anderson yeah golf course over there then <laughs> no that? what was it called uh, yeah, it yeah. Was i don't even know if anderson. when it first opened up we went and played that thing there was rocks in the fairways <laughs> oh, yeah. and yeah, it was hard but, about it. but um do, what is your favorite course to play that you've played so far up to this point goose pond is actually my favorite really I've only played it a few times, and it was years ago. And I remember it being, like Jay said, it's not an easy course. I know the one, the par three over the water from the Blues is pretty mm -hmm. long. So, golly. Yeah, it, I didn't I forgot <laughs> about that hole. Yeah. yeah, she took a – I think it was a couple hybrids she had to hit into some of these just to carry water. So, it was it was some long holes. It challenged her, but it was good challenges. It, You know, there's not a lot of weight on her in that we didn't have high expectations. We left – thrilled yeah, you know that yeah. we were able to hang in there and really it was just you know taking less chances and, and just making sure to calculate what the risk were yeah. and if it's worth it or not and we didn't start that way but we ended that way and others did not adjust through the yeah. tournament so um let me ask you this you know obviously golf's an individual sport but but it's a team sport in this aspect mm -hmm. is there any i guess for lack of a better word strategy for the team to, to advance, obviously you want your individuals to advance, you know, but, I mean, is there is there any kind of strategy that it's like, okay, this is what we're going to do in order to move our whole team forward? I think yes, and I kind of didn't know what those were last year. As the first year, I thought maybe I knew, maybe I learned through the year, but I think this year as we play matches and tournaments, I protected some of the newer players and didn't expose them to the tougher situations. So when we got to a bigger tournament or we got to sectionals, they felt a lot of pressure and they were yeah. not prepared. So this year as we play matches, even though Laney for now may be the number one girl, I'm not going to always play her as the number it's one. Number she may one. play yeah. as the number two today and let the number two have yeah. the chance. And yeah. not to see them fail and put you know pressure that they don't want to play anymore but give them exposure yeah. to some of that. And I think I protected them and I, for the well, right I mean, reasons, right. but I don't. I you think know, building confidence and all those other things as well. But, yeah, when I, the reason I asked that is when I played tennis um, at Calhoun years and years ago, way before y'all were born, um, 
I was sixth. I mean, that's, I stunk. I was the last man. And so when we would play bigger teams, they would move me up and play one or two. And, of course, I would just get destroyed. But I was going to get beat by the number six guy anyway. But that way our number one or two could beat, you know, one of their lower guys. Um, but uh, so I, that's why I was curious about that. And I think also getting them, even this year, we took it a step further, less matches, more tournaments, and getting mm -hmm. them in that tournament feel. And yeah. there's you're playing with kids you've never met before. They have different talent levels, and it's just exposure to the game of golf. Yeah. And they didn't have that last year. We kind of dabbled in it, but there was a lot of, like, maybe the dad protective. I want you to still play next year. I need you. But right. also, like, I don't want to put you in a situation where you just – you know how it is on a golf course. When you make some bad shots, everybody's oh, looking yeah. at you. Yeah. It does a lot mentally. Yeah. Well, even if nobody's watching. I mean, you know, I mean, I'm sure when you're out there, even if it's just you and your dad or you and one of your friends – and you, you know, you hit a bad drive or, you know, duff one, you're like, oh, you just, you know, I know. It's, that's why I quit. It's just it's frustrating. <laughs> so, who's your guys? Who's your top guys? On my team? Well, I have, uh, I, w I would say Keelan Barnes is, is and Dawson Mewborn. Um, both of them are really good football players at West Limestone. Mm. Dawson is, is a leader. Um, he's a quiet leader. And I, I kind of gravitate towards that. Uh, not that it's wrong being vocal and loud and everybody watching you, but he's a quiet leader that really pulls that group of kids together on the boys' side. And they are – they're all juniors this year. So this year I'm going to expose them to a lot. They're going to have some success. They're going to have some failures this year. But I think going into their senior year, if they stay at it, some of them have been taking lessons on their own, doing things. They've been putting work in, right. and I've already seen it just in small spurts in practice. I know they're going to have a good year, and then I'm looking forward for them to next year. Um, you don't have to name names, but, I mean, are there any uh, softball or baseball players that could really help your team that you're aware of, and you're like, oh, you know. Which, uh, they so I do, have, I do have a baseball player that will play with us oh, yeah? at times. So okay. we've looked at the schedule. March is going to be limited, but April he's going to really be able to help us out. He will step in and make a huge difference. Okay. And I do think there are some, again, we share athletes at yeah. a lot have of schools, to. but that, yeah. that's part of it. But I don't want to take away from those sports, but – we get to a point where you realize, am I going to be a starter? Am I going to have significant playing time? Does that cause me frustrations or whatever? And I want there to be another avenue. If they still want to compete and they're not getting what they want there, either let's share them or let's transition them over and we have a spot for them. But, yes, I've been eyeing some. I'm not doing no recruiting <laughs> yet. Yeah, I, I mean, I may have to at one point, but there are some great athletes there. And there's some great athletes that maybe are blocking some playing time that – you know, that might could lead to having some players come over. Now, with Laney's experience, can you can the girls lean on her a little bit instead of going to you? Can can does she coach them up a little bit? <laughs> yes. And last year I, she was a seventh grader, so I expected a little bit more to be honest of that. And she's younger. So yeah. I didn't see that leadership like I wanted, but as this year has started, I do see that now and it is good because sometimes younger girls, like I'm kind of the – I'm a baseball coach, you know, like I'm loud, I'm sarcastic. I know. I know. I'm sarcastic. All of those things I've had to learn to be like an encouraging coach that I have not been before. So it's been an experience to yeah. change your coaching style. Yeah, golf's not one of those sports you just like get fired up. And like, yeah, you can. Why did you miss that three-foot putt? you got to, you know. Yeah, not like really what was that? You yeah. know, like you can mentally derail – 
some golfers are doing that. So Laney does take a great leadership. And then, That's you know, awesome. a couple of my boys really do that too. Not as on the talent side as much as the leadership as fixing swings, but about the mental side. Hey, let's yeah, stay with yeah, right. us. Hey, let's, you know, forget that shot. This encouragement part of it Absolutely. as a teammate and everything. And Laney, it's awesome you do that. And, and I'm, you know, I'm sure an 11th grader might feel awkward coming to a younger player, but you know what? At, at times they're going to realize that you know how talented you are and you know and, and you live with the coach so it's not like you don't know so that's cool that, that they come to you and, and and obviously you've stepped into that role so the, the sport she's good at though guys she i know she's got good grades so the grades and shades some of that points off that score and she can go play golf wherever she wants to in college because i think they need girls in college to play golf absolutely good, you know yeah Good luck for that. Is that is that your aspirations at this point? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I plan that, but I'd also like to be a teacher at one point. Nah, no, you. We don't. all need good teachers. <laughs> yeah. That is awesome. Teachers. Hey, how is it? One more question. How is it going to work every day with your mama that works at the school? Is that good or bad, lady? <laughs> I know, I'm gonna answer it on my <laughs> It's good. I mean, a lot of other kids at school get it too, and I like having her in the classroom because. It's not something that every kid in that class gets, and just being able to go down there after class, being like, "Hey, can I have a drink or something?" <laughs> and it's just, it's it's nice. I like it. A couple of benefits here. Yeah. Yes. She said the same reason mine was so they can eat and drink in the classroom. That's that's what yeah. I was said. That was the real answer. That was it. I like it, lady. Well, I would have polished it up a little bit <laughs> to get some brownie points there. I mean, that That's was real. Awesome. Well, Bud, we appreciate y'all joining us. Good luck awesome. this year. Yeah. And, uh, we'll have you we'll, back on. We'll have you back on for sure. And awesome. good luck with your stuff. Good luck. Thank your you. Tournaments. Proud of you. Thank you all for all y'all do for local sports and, and the investment y'all make, too. We'll appreciate, appreciate it. it. Well, that was Coach David Goff and his daughter, Laney. We're going to take a quick break. You'll listen to Applebee's Tailgate Talk on the Big 1080 WKC and the PAS Plus app. Hear Applebee's Tailgate Talk anywhere you go by downloading the PAS Plus app for your Android or iPhone. We'll be back with more after this. Come see all your friends at Applebee's in Athens, Highway 72 West, just off I-65. 12 minutes guaranteed or it's free, Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Seven items to choose from. Can't make it for lunch? Visit them for happy hour, 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. or late night. Half-price appetizers with beverage purchase, six appetizers to choose from. One of your favorite teams is sure to be playing on the big screen, too. See you tomorrow at Applebee's Neighborhood Grill, Highway 72 Athens, just off I-65. While others have come and gone, the Lion's Den Gym has been roaring as a workout and exercise fixture in Athens, growing from its humble basement beginnings in 1981 to their current 10,000-square-foot location at 212 Commercial Drive in Athens. The Lion's Den offers 24-7 access to their ever-expanding equipment collection that includes treadmills and climbers, elliptical trainers, stationary bikes, loose weights and dumbbells, and over 45 different weight machines. Contact the Lion's Den GM about a membership today at 256-652-2627. Visit them online at lionsdengym.com or on Facebook, the Lion's Den GM, 256-652-2627. 
When things go wrong, State Farm is here to help life go right. And Agent Michael Howell is the one who can help get things back on track. See Michael for your auto, home, life, health, property, and business insurance and be ready for those unexpected twists that life throws at you. Ask about banking and annuities, too. Call State Farm Agent Michael Howell at 232-5400. Visit him online at michaelhowell.net or go see him at 903 South Clinton Street in Athens. State Farm Agent Michael Howell. There when things go wrong here to help life go right want to howl with the havoc this season now's your chance from tailgate talk and the huntsville havoc just go to tailgatetalk.net and register your name then listen to applebee's tailgate talk this saturday morning at 10 on wkac radio as we announce the winners of huntsville havoc tickets howl with the havoc this season from the huntsville havoc and applebee's tailgate talk Hey, I'm Cody Gross. I'm the head football coach at Athens High School, and you're listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. When you're born in this world, you're given a ticket to the free show. So you're a control freak? It's just a freak show anyway. Welcome back to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. We're live here at the Athens Applebee's at the corner of 72 and I-65. And joining us now on the First National Bank Hotline, making communities great, is our Huntsville Havoc hookup, Mr. Freak Daddy himself, Clay Coleman. Clay, how you doing this morning, bud? Hey, doing good. I got a full belly. I went down and ate some breakfast this morning to Blue plates. I'm ready to. Oh, I'm man. ready to talk. You're ready to roll. Hockey, football, basketball, whatever we need to talk about today. Talk about it all. Listen, guys. I was at the game last night. <laughs> I was and I too. Went, Where are y'all, yeah. man? I was sitting on a holler at you. And uh, are y'all fr- are y'all even friends? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you would think we kind of know. Yeah, we didn't talk yesterday well, for, for my on my part. On my part, thanks to Miss Bridget, her her kids go to preschool where my mother in law is, and and they're in her class. And so Bridget, she had four that that was promised to somebody else, and they couldn't make it. So she she asked my mother-in-law if we wanted to go, and we said, sure. Okay, well, that worked out. So anyway, we meantime, we're down the concourse, and I see Clay there. They had the curtains kind of open, and so I just went there to say hello to him. First words out of his mouth. Y'all ready to get that tail whooped tomorrow? <laughs> Go cats, I reckon, buddy. <laughs> well, I, I love it. Well, there. I told him Sunday night. I said, appreciate y'all beating Auburn for us. Yeah, that was. But I do. I, and I told him, I said, I do not want to play y'all after that LSU loss, especially the way y'all lost it, man. That, I know that was heartbreaking on you. I was going to text you earlier in the game, and I'm glad I didn't the way it ended up. But um, anyway. Yeah, I hate it when, you know, they started showing, you know, I hate it. Anytime I've, it's almost like a complete curse. Anytime you're watching a Kentucky basketball game, and if they ever show the Duke Christian Leitner shot, or if they show the, or if they show the LSU Mardi Gras miracle, then it's over. And, there, and here they talk about, oh, Kentucky, you had a 31 point lead, now they won 15 or 12 point lead. It's like, okay, thanks, guys, appreciate that. <laughs> well, Rupp Arena is going to be wild today for sure, man. Yeah, so for, hopefully, for sure. hopefully we'll give y'all at least a game. Now, there we go. Now, I think you will. <laughs> now, Clay, was Roanoke's goalie last night? Is his last name Roy or is it Wah, like Patrick Wah? Because he well, sure Wah, didn't look Wah, like just like that. He no, sure he didn't, didn't look, look like, like him last like. night. Them two straight goals <laughs> quick last night. Yeah, and you know it was surprising because you know they're they've done better. They're they're in fourth place. We're in fifth place. So 
Uh, they didn't play good at all last night. I mean, it was I – mean, uh, but we played two really good periods yes. at the beginning, and then we started to kind of yeah. somewhat fall apart at the end. Yeah, towards the, the first half of the third period, they, they, or really second half of the second period, they just seemed a little lazadaisical kind. I don't know. Just – I don't know. But wasn't a lot of hitting going on last night either. I don't know. It, yeah, uh, you know, I think in any in any sport, I guess there's just that – when you decide whether or not you're going to coast a little bit, you know, yeah. you got that 4-0 lead yeah. and you're, you know, you go into maintain mode instead of playing aggressive mode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that's kind of what they did last night. It was just a situation where, you know, the, the, they came off the gas a little bit and then it was like, Oh, we better, <laughs> we better do something. Yeah. And they did. They did. Yeah, they did. Yeah. 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 Buster, is, is, so is Buster his real first name? Or is that just a nickname? You know, I don't, that I don't know. I need to, I can find that out. I'm not for sure if it's his real name or not. But uh, if it is, that's pretty cool. I'd love a parent that named their kid Buster. <laughs> 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 well, now, but yeah, it was a good night. Another sellout. You know, we had the yeah. that making then tonight's sellout too. So uh, I've told them they need to quit because they're not going to have any records to chase later on down the road if they keep uh, doing sellouts. But I think I think this will be a trend that once. Uh, Alabama football and Auburn football is over, uh, and you come into these Saturdays, mm-hmm. uh, Fridays and Saturdays in this time frame, you're going to see that in the future. It's just going to be – you better buy your tickets in advance because you're going to be stuck if yeah. you don't. Yeah. You're not going to get them at the door. Right? I mean, or if you <laughs> no. are, you're going to be sitting at the top for sure. Uh, yeah, that, that, was a, that was the thing we talk, I talked to. I was talking to Keith and Justin uh, Strickland before the game last night, and I was like, you know, my brain thinks marketing and stuff, and I just told him, I said, you know, it used to be – that we depended, our marketing, our advertising depended on, you know, hey, we needed to, to get 14, 1,500 people walk up the night of to kind of help us out. So that's how we would base what we advertised and what we marketed. And I was like, now oh, yeah. you don't have that. Uh-huh. And I was like, what if there, you know, God forbid, knock on wood, if there was a ever a dip, what do you do to get that back? Because then you're going to train people, well, you better not walk up because you're never going to get a ticket on the night of. No, that's true. That's true. But you know what? Now you, on the app, if you got if you downloaded the app and you get those updates where it's like only 400 <laughs> left, only 200 <laughs> left, you better get your tickets now. Now only singles right. left, you know. Yeah. Um, that's a good, that's a good problem it, to last have. Last night it didn't – yeah, and last night it looked – you know, people get mad. Oh, this isn't a sellout. And it's like, well, you know, you can't buy any more tickets. But I think there's a lot of people that – Sometimes it's hard to commit to two nights back to back, and they chose, you know, hey, do I choose I love Huntsville night or do I choose Wiener Dog races? So yeah. I think a lot of those people probably, you know, chose to come and what, um, tonight. And what kind of hurt too was that wreck they had out on five sixty five last night? It 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 blocked the world, like it, man. We were trying to get, yeah. you know, to the to the arena, and and it was like six fifteen. Yeah. County line was back. It up. took us over an hour I mean, to yeah. get there. Yeah, yeah. They they had they were panicking last night with with my end where they were saying, "Hey, can you can you run the the music?" Because our music guy uh, Steve Smith he works in Athens, and so he had to he had to he had to travel from Athens. So yeah, he was struggling. So yeah, and it, these days there's no good way to get anywhere, no. you know. So <laughs> no, no, right, right. Just one route. Yeah, and like I I text Clay Monday um, Sunday night. They had a promotion with Cherokee Ridge, so if the Havoc won, everybody had the app won a round of golf at Cherokee Ridge. Well, the game goes into overtime, the Havoc scored, and everybody's just like, yeah, we'll yeah. go freak out. And the refs wave it off because the refs said, well, we thought the goalie had caught the puck. And I'm like, really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that that was one of those ones. And I think the 
the the referee talked the referee talked to us about it after the game, and that was just you know uh, it's the the dreaded even in football or basketball you'll have the inadvertent whistle, and yeah. you know once a whistle blows you have to stop, and that was what he did. He thought he was in bad position, and he thought that um, you know the 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 puck went in the goalie's yeah. glove. And you can't – that that's a ruling in their deal. It's not like in – but I guess anytime there's an invert, inadvertent whistle, the, someone can't overrule it and go to the other side. So even though the, one of the other linesmen saw, hey, no, that, that, that he didn't catch it, they can't overrule that's that because crazy. of the whistle. Yeah. And, yeah. and you can't so. blow the whistle unless you know, not you thought. <laughs> you right, yeah. No. It's kind of like he had the – and we, we were laughing with it. It's kind of like the Rocky movies, how you look at the mirror like, gosh, that's where he's hitting him, yeah. punching him, but it's the, it's the angle that you got, you know, and it yeah. looks like he just clobbers him and he's missing him by four inches. Exactly. So, so I got a funny story. Uh, a guy I used to work with, he works for Asbury Church. They have a <clears throat> they have a thrift store. So any kind of sporting memorabilia or whatever, like he, he would, like, bring them to me or whatever. So they had a Havoc jersey in there, and he said, you want it? And I'm like, yeah, because I don't have one. And it's one of the original ones and all that. So every time I wear it to a game, I've wore it four times and we've lost. So <laughs> so Slate goes, Slate goes, Daisy, you're not wearing that tonight. And I said, he said, well, you, I said, what do you want me to wear? He said, I want you to wear that throwback Predators jersey you got. You got. So every time I wear that, we win. I mean, by two or three goals at least. So every That's time, awesome. <laughs> so every time I go back now, I'm wearing that. He's gonna be a Preds fan at the yeah, which, game, which you know I so, bought it. I bought it when the seat when they first started, and you know now every time I wear it to have a game, they win. That's so, awesome. So, so you need to you need to you need to go and uh, ship that to like a th- thrift store in Zimbabwe so that uh, <laughs> <laughs> you'll never have a chance to get it back. To wear it to have a game. That's awesome. <laughs> and another cool thing the 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 little three wheel races. Yeah. Had, like, how how they had the graphics of the that road awesome. Huntsville. That's pretty awesome, dude. Yeah. I, I love those yeah, graphics. Yeah. I, I tell you what, that dude that won had it down, <laughs> man. He was wide open. I felt bad for the other little dude who just I couldn't did, get it I going. Did too. <laughs> I, I was like going, okay, that kid, the, the kid from behind is really struggling. Yeah. yeah. So, it's, you know, when you're in front of 6,000 people, it can mm-hmm. be kind of embarrassing. So I didn't want to, I didn't want to embarrass him too bad. He was getting a good shove, so. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, Todd got in that heated conversation last night there for a little bit. I don't know. Yeah, we did. Have y'all, have y'all addressed that yet? Or Just a little bit. Yeah. And, and, and as a matter of fact, I mentioned you when we talked to AP that you. I didn't mention you by name because I didn't know if you'd want me to. But no, you're but, good. You're uh, good. About, about the whole Chris Stewart deal, and if he had just simply said, "Look, I'm not overstepping," you know, Eli, until y'all rectify this situation, give him an opportunity to step down the way he wants to. And you're right. He would have been a god man. Everybody would have just ate that up. Yeah, yeah. I got into it after I talked to you. I went down and sat, and one of the guys that I that was one of my contestants last night for the trivia is a good friend of mine. But he is massive Alabama fan. I mean, he travels and does all that stuff. And he had the different perspective. And I and I got I, you know we got kind of heated there. People around us were like, "Oh my God, get rough," because he just was like, you know, had the mentality of you know like that it was time to put Eli out to the pasture or whatever. Yeah. And I'm just like, golly, like you know, like. And, and I told him, I said, you dang millennial. I said, y'all just don't, y'all mm-hmm. want to get rid of everybody. You're like, you can't have any, any loyalty, any long-term. You're, you're, you've turned into the transfer portal where every year <laughs> the different, you know, let's, let's start transferring the coaches and the announcers and everybody. So yep. it, it did get kind of hated, but yeah, no, I, I, I just, I've, I've met Eli a couple times and I, and I won't even say that the, 
the two times that I met him, if that both times were positive. I mean, he, he's kind of a kind of an ego, um, yeah. and I didn't, you know, and I mean that bad. But I mean, sometimes no. when you're in that place, it's kind of hard not to not to get that. I mean, heck, if I was the the head guy for Alabama for 36 years, I'd probably have a little strut to me myself. But um, yeah, it was just one of those things where I'm like, I'm just a I'm just an old school broadcaster, and I'm just a you know, no matter what, even if they're doing that, you still give them the the Roy Rogers happy trails opportunity. Yeah. And I just yeah. hate that for, I hate for it to end that way. Cause he's the kind of guy, you know, that I could see a trophy or a, or a statue or, you know, something for him. Yeah, absolutely. You know, broadcasting, yeah. broadcasting from the Eli gold booth or, you know, something, but now it, it looks like it's, uh, you know, even an uglier situation. And I think yeah. that, uh, you know, there's going to be times where there's going to be those famous calls that everybody has remembered over the years that they probably won't even play his voice doing it, which is going to be wild. But, yeah. you know, just, uh, but, you know, it is what it is. Things things don't always work out the way you want it. But, yeah, I was kind of upset about it for yeah. sure. I'm not even I'm not even <laughs> Alabama fan. I'm just like I'm like I'm a broadcaster fan. I'm like, man, they, they don't realize how much effort the, the broadcaster puts in to put to do a game it's not like they just walk in and just run their mouth i mean yeah. there's oh yeah hours and hours and hours of research that goes into it yeah. well bud we appreciate you joining us good luck right, tonight with the wiener dog races watch where you're stepping and and, and no good uh, luck at yeah. three o'clock tip off worst <laughs> yeah. luck in the and world I, buddy <laughs> and, I, and i'll and i'll and i'll pray for y'all that when y'all actually get in the same village that y'all actually speak to each other i think it, it, it helped the, you, it helped him and the program out if y'all actually were friends i think it'd be, it'd sound better <laughs> i hear you buddy hey we'll talk to you next week oh, all right see y'all see you hey, uh, roll tide. Roll tide. <laughs> That's Clay Cole with our Huntsville Havoc hookup. We're going to take a quick break. You listen to Applebee's Tailgate Talk on the Beat, Big 1080, and the PAS Plus app. Home security is not what it used to be. With Secure Connect and smart home integration features, you can unlock your doors and turn off your alarm from your smart home app. No more hiding a key under a rock. Get Secure Connect and live life connected. Call Ardmore Telephone Company at 800-830-9946 to secure your home today. P4 Therapy is an outpatient provider offering community-based care with a unique partnership model that allows them to consistently deliver world-class outpatient care, emphasizing personalized hands-on treatment. Whether it's orthopedic, physical, geriatric or manual therapy, sports or neuro rehab, telehealth, or most any type of muscle or joint pain, P4 Physical Therapy promises to treat you with integrity, compassion, faithfulness, and selflessness. Locations in northern Alabama and southern Tennessee. Look for them on Facebook or online at p4physicaltherapy.com. Daily & Son Car Care is Ardmore's only one-stop auto repair and tire shop. Whether it's major mechanic or brake work or routine maintenance like an oil change or lube job, Daily & Son Car Care has been satisfying customers all over with their fast and friendly service. They're also your headquarters for quality Cooper tires. Stop by and see Wayne, Nikki, or Dale at 25600 Main Street in Ardmore, Tennessee or call them at 931-427-4651. They're on Facebook too. 
Daily and Son Car Care, open Monday through Friday, 7.30 till 5, and Saturday, 7.30 till noon. Limestone Drug, located on the square in downtown Athens, is your local health park pharmacy. As your local health park pharmacy, Limestone Drug is locally owned and has a personal commitment to the community. Limestone Drug honors prescription drug plans, including Medicare. They accept flex spending cards and fill prescriptions in minutes, not hours. Limestone Drug knows there's nothing more important than your family's well-being. So shop Limestone Drug at 200 West Market Street in Athens, your local health park pharmacy. Limestone Drug, caring for you and about you. Now on a platform near you, the only year-round weekly podcast covering the Huntsville Havoc, the Reekin' Havoc podcast. News, interviews, and more dropping every Thursday. We'll just reek of the Huntsville Havoc. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and listen, follow, and subscribe on your favorite platform via the PAS Plus app and online at wreakinhavoc.com. Hi, this is Thomas Johnson, former wide receiver for the Auburn Tigers, also an author and an actor, and you are listening to Tailgate Talk. And welcome back to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. Uh, we're, li- we're live here at Applebee's from the At- uh, in Athens, Alabama, at the corner of 65 and 72, alongside Coach Clint Leg, Todd DeBottom, and our producer extraordinaire, Tim Lambert. I am Jay Vassar, and joining us now on our special guest segment, sponsored by Yellowhammer Roofing, is uh, Gary Sarnoff. He has wrote a book of Team of Destiny. It's about Walter Johnson, Clark Griffin, Bucky Harris, and the 1924 Washington Senators. Gary, good afternoon and good morning. Welcome to Applebee's Tailgate Talk, and thanks for joining us. Good morning. Thank you very much for having me on your show. I love your book here. Just tell us about it and 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 uh, how how it all began. Uh, first of all, thank you. I'm glad you're enjoying the book. And I came up with this idea to write this story because I think it's one of baseball's best stories. Here you have an underdog team, the Washington Senators, hadn't won a pennant, hadn't even come close to winning a pennant until 1924, were totally unexpected to contend in 1924, were coming off a losing season in 1923, and they had hired their second baseman, Bucky Harris, who was only 27 years old, only had three major league seasons, uh, four major league seasons of experience. And here he was hired to, mine, to manage the team, a team that where the players were older than he, most of the players were older than he was, and he had no managerial experience. So most people laughed at his hiring, thought that the Senators were going to have another losing season, and they came through. Yeah. And I think, though, best of all, the best part of the story is Walter Johnson, mm-hmm. because he was 36 years old. He pitched his entire career with the Washington Senators. When he was in his prime, he pushed the team to contention. They were good for a couple of years, but never close to winning the pennant. But because Walter Johnson was so great, they at least posted winning records. So here he was now in his 18th season, 36 years old. Most people thought he was over the hill. Most people thought he was washed up. But uh, he won 23 games and won the American League MVP award that year. Yeah, and he so in that World Series, he lost game one in five. And then, you know, in, in I think the first game went 12 innings as well. Um, Art um, Neff, is that how you say his name? He pitched the entire 12 That's innings. That's right, Art, Art Neff, right. I mean, can you imagine the pitch count back, you know, if it was currently you? I mean, nobody's <laughs> seeing um, 12 innings nowadays, that's for sure. But 
But for him to get caught in for those last four innings um, in game seven, Walter Johnson being who I'm talking about, um, you know, I don't know how the Yankees felt. They're like, well, you know, we've already kind of rocked you around a little bit. Maybe they're feeling pretty good. But he pitched four scoreless innings, and then they go on to win. And, yeah, man, he capped off just a tremendous year for sure. Yeah, it was amazing, too, because in those four innings, he entered the, he entered the game in the top of the ninth, and the game went 12 innings. And he pitched four shutout innings, and he was in trouble. He got into a jam in each one of those four innings, mm-hmm. yet he worked out of the jam and kept the Giants off the scoreboard. Wow. And I'd even read yeah. uh, something where I guess they were interviewing Babe Ruth, who was with the Yankees at the time, and, you know, obviously he was like, you know, I want us to win, but if there was anybody else out there that I would love to see win, it would be the Washington Senators. So <laughs> he got that second wish, I guess, because they won yeah, they sure did. And uh, Babe Ruth, you know, he really liked Walter Johnson. He admired him. And, uh, you know, he really thought Johnson was great. And, you know, Ruth wanted to win. He felt bad that the Yankees didn't win the 1924 pennant, which would have been their fourth consecutive pennant. But, you know, like he said, you know, if anyone was going to do it, someone else, you know, Walter Johnson was the one he wanted to see. It's amazing. It I is. I remember um, – Reading back when I was a kid, you know, all those years that the Senators had such rough years, you know, they used to talk about them being first in war, first in peace, and last in the American League. Oh. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> That's great. Oh, man. I was reading here that Walter, when he attended high school, he struck out 27 batters in a 15-inning Holy game. Holy smoke. Wow. That's yeah, he was, he was good. I was in California, in Fullerton, California. And then he ended up in Idaho in a semi-pro league, and that's where the Washington Senators found him. Wow. Now, did Walter retire after that 24 season, or did he continue on after no, that? No, he, he elected to stay on. What happened was before the 1924 season, he was going to retire, and what he wanted to do was move to California and buy a Pacific Coast League team, hmm. and, which was the highest caliber of minor league baseball back then. And he wanted to run the team operations, manage the team, and pitch a little as well. So he was all for that. So after the 1924 season, he looked into that. But these owners that were interested in selling, they tried to highball him. They priced the team a lot higher than what it was really worth. So he couldn't find a team. So he went back to Washington, won 20 games in 1925, and the Senators repeated as American League champions. And then he pitched in 1926 and 1927, and that was his final year. Oh, wow. I didn't realize he pitched that much further past that. So he'd have been right at 40. Yeah, he was Yeah, he was approaching age 40 when he retired. And then he went into managing. He managed in Newark in the minor leagues for a year. And then was hired to manage the Senators for a couple of years. Mm. And he did pretty well with the Senators, but he couldn't win the pennant. But he had three 90-plus win seasons during his managerial career. Well, that's impressive, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. said he had 24 home runs in his career. Well, uh, 23 a as a pitcher, hit, yeah. and, and then his, his other one was a pinch hit in the World Series, right? It, it, wasn't, it was a pinch hit. It wasn't the World oh, okay. Series, but uh, he was a wonderful hitting pitcher. In fact, in 1925, he set a record. He hit 433 in 1925. Holy he set a smoke. record for highest batting average for a pitcher. <laughs> he was not in favor of the designated. No, he wasn't, was he? <laughs> wow. 
In fact, also another thing about Walter Johnson's hitting, when he appeared in his last game ever in 1927 against the Yankees, the last game he ever played in, he was a pinch hitter. Wow. Amazing, you know, I, and I love seeing pictures from the um, from that from those from those days gone by, and the crowds were just incredible at those games, and um, you know the atmosphere, like you know you see old footage sometimes and things, and um, you know baseball kind of went through a slump, you know, several years ago. They're back now, it appears, but um, just the the man, the amount of great players that came through that area is just unbelievable. It was an exciting era. It was a great era for baseball. And, uh, yeah, like you said, there are a lot of exciting players. And players that were, uh, if you're talking about like 1924, there are players at the end of their prime that were still good, like Ty Cobb or Tris Speaker, you know, in their late 30s, but still very good ball players. Wow. So you sound uh, fairly young. Why? why, (laughs) How did you even come across the story that inspired you to write the book? Well, actually, I'm no youngster. <laughs> I'm definitely no. I might sound young, and that's great. That's quite a compliment, but I'm no youngster. But uh, I've known this story for a long time. Okay. You know, going back to high school, you know, I knew the story. I started learning about it back in high school, and I thought, boy, what a wonderful story, especially because it was the Washington Centers, because like you guys said, the Washington Centers were perennial losers. They were uh, not very good uh, during their you know, during their existence, they they did have one good stretch from 1924 to 1933 where they were good, but around that they were usually you know in the second division, close to the last place. Yeah. Well, when Clark Griffith hired Bucky Harris to to be the manager, do you think it was with full intentions of him actually being able to to do the job? Or I mean, that's just like who would hire your second baseman? Is only had three years of yeah. major league experience. Who does that? Yeah, exactly. I know. Well, that's why they called it Griffith's Folly. Everybody laughed, and they called Griffith's Folly, and they thought Griffith was setting Bucky Harris to fa- setting him up to fail because the Senators, you know, were coming off a losing season. They made made no roster moves during the off season, so you know most people thought Harris was being set to fail. But um, Griffith looked at other guys to manage the team. He had fired his manager at the end of the 1923 season. And he looked at other players, other potential candidates for the position, but he either couldn't swing a trade or he couldn't persuade anybody to come to Washington to manage the Senators. And he had Bucky Harris in mind as a manager in the making. He knew in his heart that one day Bucky Harris would manage the Senators. But here it was, it was February. It was one day before spring training, or excuse me, one week before spring training. And Griffith needed a manager, so it was either he could manage the team himself or he could hire Bucky Harris, and he just decided the time was right. You know, the time was now to hire Bucky Harris. Wow. And, you know, hats off to Bucky for accepting it, you know, 27 years old, being that inexperienced, you know, at least from a managerial standpoint, you know, he accepted that role, and that's a pretty incredible story, absolutely. Well, he was uh, thrilled to be offered the position he talked about in his book, and when he got the telegram from Griffith that offered him the managerial job, he said he just shook and he he, lost, he had to sit down to regain his composure. He couldn't believe he was actually reading this telegram offering him the managerial job, but he wanted it. You know, when he was offered that job, he knew he wanted the job. That's crazy. Now, now, now Gary, you wrote other baseball books. Who is your? What's your favorite baseball team? Who, who do you root for? 
My, well, I, I now root for the Washington Nationals. <laughs> I, I did like that. I grew up in Chicago, so I was a Cubs fan, but I did like the Senators while I was growing up. I'm old enough to remember the Washington Senators, so I did like them. I was always intrigued with their history. So from a historical standpoint, the Senators are my favorite team, and that's why my first book was about the 1933 Washington Senators. Uh, that was my favorite team from yesteryear, and one of the players on that team was from the state of Alabama and is a Hall of Famer, Heine Manoush. Have you ever heard of him? I have not. He's from nearby. Yeah, but uh, yeah, he's from the state of Alabama and uh, he played for the Senators. He's a Hall of Famer. Do you you happen to know what part of Alabama? I mean, we can look it up. I want to say it's Tumbasuka or something like that. Mm, I'm not familiar with that. We'll look it up. And I know, I know. Yeah, it's about it's about an hour from where you're at. Oh, okay. About an hour from Athens. Now, one one of the local guys here that you may know that played with the Senators, uh, a guy by the name of which is he he no longer he's passed, but he helped get baseball on the map, uh, professional baseball on the map here in in, in the Tennessee Valley here in, in in Huntsville, and now with the Rocket City Trash Pandas in Madison is uh, Don Mincher. Yeah. Yeah, okay, I didn't I didn't know that, but uh, yeah, Don Mincher, I remember him as a ball player. I remember him with the Minnesota Twins, and yeah, he, he's one of the very few. There's only a few, maybe three that did this. Don Mincher played for both Washington franchises. Yeah. The Senators that existed, that I wrote about, existed from 1901 to 1960. They moved, became the Minnesota Twins, and then when the American League expanded in 1961, they added two teams, including the new Washington Senators, and Mincher played for the 1971 Washington Senators. So he's one of the very few who played for both Washington franchises. And he he started – he was the general manager for – the the first minor league team in Huntsville was the Huntsville Stars, and they started back in 1985. They were the minor league affiliate, double-A affiliate of the Oakland A's. So Don was a general manager for several years, and that and that team folded and moved to Biloxi, which they are now called the Biloxi Shuckers, uh, a few years ago. And then baseball was brought back to the Huntsville-Madison area uh, two, three years ago with the Rocket City Trash Pandas, and they recognized Don as as one of the pioneers of bringing in minor league baseball to the city. So. But yeah, we have a great following now with the Trash Pandas, who are there affiliated now with the Anaheim Angels. So we're we're lucky to have minor league baseball here in, in town, and 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 there's talk now maybe Nashville is the top priority for a minor, major league team. So we're hopefully yeah. we're only an hour and fifteen minutes from Nashville, so we're hoping to get major league baseball in Nashville. That would be exciting, and I, I never knew that about John Mincher, the history of uh, Huntsville baseball. So that's very interesting. And his son, I don't know if he still is or not, his son used to be the the head baseball coach at Huntsville High School. Mike. I forgot so, about it. Oh, really? Yeah. So, uh, and Don ran Don ran a a, um, a trophy place in Huntsville that, that made, you know, trophies for baseball, whatever, whatever you know, t- uh, sports, local sports there was. But, yeah, Don was a – he was a namesake in, in, in the Huntsville and Tennessee Valley area. Didn't know that. Um, earlier, I had read an article earlier this week talking about in the very early days of baseball some of the some of the tricks these guys would pull 
you know, I mean, everybody's looking for an edge. And, uh, you know, this is early, early days. You know, you had an owner that that uh, wouldn't mow the grass in the outfield, you know. And they'd hide balls out there, you know, or some of them would hide balls in their shirt, you know, waiting for the chance to make it look like they made a catch. Um, do, do you touch on any of the any of the stuff that they used to pull, you know, back around in the days that you're writing about? I uh, didn't write about that, but I know the story about hiding the baseballs in the grass. I think that was the old Baltimore Orioles of the 1890s. And one day, it was a a foggy, rainy day. You couldn't really see the outfield. So I know the story is one day an opposing batter hit the ball into the outfield and disappeared in the fog. And all of a sudden, three baseballs came back, were thrown back into the infield. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) Whatever it takes. No. Now, was it Joe Peptone used to hide behind the monuments in Yankee Stadium or something like that? Mm-hmm. I remember. I, I, I didn't know that one. I remember something. Story, somebody told me that story. He used to uh-huh. hide behind them or something in old Yankee Stadium uh-huh. or something like that. But uh, uh-huh. Gary, talk about your other two books right quick. Yeah. Okay, uh, the first book I wrote was titled The Wrecking Crew of 33. That was about the 1933 Washington Senators. Favorite team of mine from yesteryear. They won the American League pennant, lost in the World Series to the New York Giants. It was a fun team. You know, I enjoyed writing about that team. Then my second book was the first Yankees dynasty, and that was about Babe Ruth and the New York Yankees of the 1920s. And, of course, this book, Team of Destiny, is the third book that I have authored. Nice. Any books in the future planning? Well, there will definitely be books in the future I'm thinking about. My next one, I have a few options, but I want to take a little time to think about them, and you know, I'll decide later this year. Now, Gary, is there a landmark in Washington where the Senators used to play, or is it still where RFK? Did they play at RFK, or is that before, way before that? Yeah, they they played at RFK, and it still stands. RFK is rumored to be coming down pretty soon. They're going to tear it down pretty soon, but. you know, that's where the Nationals started off, you know, our, our current team. And, of course, that's where the old Senators played. And before that, they played at Griffith Stadium, which now is where the Howard University Hospital stands. Hmm. And I heard there's not really a monument. However, if, you, if you're inside the hospital, they did paint where home plate was on the floor. That is where home plate was in the batter's boxes. So they have that. Well, that's cool. Yeah. All right, uh, Gary, where can we get the book? Get any, all your books. They're available on Amazon. You could also buy them from the publisher. My publisher for the first two books was McFarland out of North Carolina. And for my current book, Team of Destiny, that was published by Roman and Littlefield. You could buy them through them. You could also buy them through Barnes & Noble, Thrifty Books, and Walmart, nice. and a few other outlets as well. Well, Gary, we appreciate you Maybe joining you. us. Uh, uh, interesting raids. Uh, I, I like to get those other two and read those. But uh, we appreciate you joining us. And, uh, and when you get, get your new projects going or whatever, we'll get Tim to get you back on. We'll talk about that. But you have a great rest of your Saturday, and we, we appreciate you again for joining us. Thank you very much. I appreciate it, too. Thank you. Thank you very much. That was Gary Sarnoff joining us.
here on Applebee's Tailgate Talk. We're going to take us a quick break. You're listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk on the Big 1080 WKAC and the PAS Plus app. If you have a question, comment, or idea for Tailgate Talk, you can email it to tailgatetalk at hotmail.com. Remember, you can always call or text us during the show at 256-812-1848. We'll be right back with more of Applebee's Tailgate Talk on 1080 WKAC. Your roof is the first line of defense for your home. Do you have water stains on your ceiling, paint peeling off your walls, shingles missing? It's probably time for you to get your free roof inspection. Locally owned and operated, licensed and insured, Yellowhammer Roofing is the Yellowhammer State Hometown Team. Yellowhammer Roofing, let our family protect what's most important to you, your family. 256-232-1933 or online at yellowhammerroofing.com. Davis and Cole LLP in Athens has served the area assisting individuals and businesses with bookkeeping, tax preparation and filing and routine accounting. Davis and Cole LLP, located at 105 South Marion Street, open weekdays 9 to 5. Call 256-232-9994. Davis and Cole LLP, bring a little caffeination inspiration to your next event with Travelin' Tom's Coffee of Athens. Turn up the heat in these cooler months with their signature products, including a full coffee menu, white chocolate mocha, lattes, frappes, energy drinks, lemonades, and teas. Travelin' Tom serves events of any size, concerts, neighborhood block parties, high school football games, you name it. Travelin' Tom's Coffee of Athens is sure to make any event a little sweeter. Visit Travelin' Tom's Coffee of Athens on Facebook or call them at 434-1734. Travelin' Tom's Coffee of Athens. If your place on the water needs some attention, call BP Riverworks. Boathouses, docks, seawalls, and repairs. Call Baron Pew at 251-200-2273 or Tracer Pew at 256-206-7097. BP Riverworks. Licensed and insured 251-200-2273 or 256-206-7097. PASnetwork.net. It's now your gateway to the Play Action Sports Network. Whether it's play action sports coverage of school, youth, and amateur sports from Athens and Limestone County, or Calhoun basketball, James Clemens Sports, and Applebee's Tailgate Talk via PAS Plus. PASnetwork.net. Follow the links to download apps to hear live streams and podcasts, enable Alexa skills, or listen live on your computer. Covering Athens and Limestone County area sports, PASnetwork.net. Hey, this is East Limestone baseball coach Adam Brown, and you're listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. back to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. I'm Jay Vester, joined by Coach Clint Legg and Todd the Bod Tomlin. And under the weather, but still hanging in there, is our producer extraordinaire, Tim Lambert. And on the phone, we got him, the guy that uh, figured out something in three games and to beat his rival across the river, the Clements girls basketball coach, Shane Childress. Shane, how you doing this morning, bud? Doing pretty good. We're, me and my wife, my assistant, my famous... <laughs> The one who really runs the show, Kelly Childress, is chauffeuring me back to Clements, Alabama. <laughs> well, Kelly's doing a great job then where you can talk on the phone. Oh, <laughs> listen, I, she's allowing me to right now. 
Hey, let me let's go ahead and get this out there. I've got the best coaching staff in the state in any sport. I mean, if you think about it, come on. I got I got Bug Bizarre who's played ball all her life, coached AAU, coached at West, knows basketball. I've got Kelly Childress, MVP of 1A2A3A in her time, MVP of the state tournament, led JUCO in assists. I've got I've got uh, Rachel Childress, one of the best shooters of all time in college basketball history. Who can say that? That's Who true. can say they got that on their bench? Now, uh, I was at work uh, the other day, so I, I was keeping up with it on my phone. But uh, did, was there any time of the day in the game that you knew you had it in there that you brought the sucker out? <laughs> well, look, now Travis had it. And I and and she he had one he had one on standby. Y'all know my boy Travis, right? Yeah, Matt. Yeah, y'all, y'all heard of Travis? But yeah, y'all heard of him. Okay. Anyway, he had one on standby. But my wife told me I got to start. Uh, I got to grow up. It's time for me to grow up. And so you know, I like supper, so I listen. <laughs> Well, and you know what? A while ago, when you were mentioning all that, you know, that great, those great coaches around you on your staff, you forgot you've got the expertise of Coach Clint Leg handy at any moment oh, of the day for all that basketball. Not at all. <laughs> listen, listen. Hey, I was looking for him at the end of the game. I go, where's he at? Where's he at? Because, you know, last year, there he was. He's right there behind me. I could feel his spirit behind me last year. I'm like, where's he at? Where's the mount? Where's Clint Leg the mount? And he was, hey, he was outside smoking a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> right. Outside nervous, now, man. Oh, man. <laughs> well, well, so listen, real quick. So Coach Leg said that you that you'd come up, you know, man, that you had this plan going into the game and all. And um, obviously they, the girls executed it wonderfully. Um, what made you decide to go with the one three one zone and defensively, and, and what? Why did you think that was going to make a difference? Well, well, that day. Me and my wife was at Subway, and I was drawing it up on a napkin. We put it in right before game time. Oh, wow. So, yeah. It was, it was going to be a 1-3-1, but I couldn't read my napkin real good. <laughs> so we got lucky. We kind of oh got lucky. I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it was more of the part of expertise. That ain't the truth. I know it's not. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> He's being modest. Yeah. No. Uh, no, it kind of, it, it just, you know, I, 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 I just wanted to get out on the three-point shooters. That's the main thing we was trying to do is not let them get, they were, they're probably, I don't know of a better shooting team in the state. Yeah. They shoot the ball so good. So we had to figure out how to get out on their three-point shooters and not let them run their offense. Yeah. Because they're very good at running their offense. So yeah. it just fortunate. We, like, like they said, we called him on a bad day and got lucky. Well, no, I don't know about that. And, and I'll tell you what, too. I mean, when I saw the score, I initially thought maybe y'all had held the ball or slowed down, you know, the game. And then Coach Leg was like, no, man, you know, Coach put in this 1-3-1 one, one, and, and it worked. And the girls that's got right, some kids. Right. Um, so, yeah, no, that, that's more about y'all and not them. Yeah. It really is. Well, they did good. And we're very athletic. And, and we, moved, we moved pretty, you know, pretty quick. For the most part, except for one of my children, actually two of mine. <laughs> one of them gets lazy, and one of them slow. <laughs> hey, it don't matter. Hey, either you can or you can't. There we go. You, either you can or you won't. It don't matter which. Now, 
Now, Shane, the, the, the Airy Championship game, after that, did you just flush that? Did y'all just say, look, clear your minds, we got, we got more ball to play? Or did y'all take something from that and to build towards what happened Thursday? Well, I had therapy for about two weeks straight. <laughs> 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 and, and so once I recovered from that, and, the, and my therapist is also my wife and my daughter, okay, by the way. So they, they nursed me through it, both of them. And let me tell you that Rachel. Now, during the game, I can handle that. Don't argue, don't argue with father and mother, you know, because she 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 kind of walked the line there on that that Ten Commandment, but she's so intent. Yeah. So man, she does a great job with me, coaching me. Hey, did I tell you I got in trouble at Winfield because of her? No. She chewed me out of halftime. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, hey, I'm gonna talk to Clint Leg about about uh, that volleyball coach he is. <laughs> but 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 I'm gonna say this, man. After no. I, I can tell you this because I was in there. After the game was over at Lauderdale County when they beat us by 30, it was some. It was some. I'm not saying it was coach. We'll get them. We'll get. We're, we're gonna work on this. We're gonna work on that. The low key version. Yeah. Jay's been in my locker room, and then all of a sudden Rachel explodes on how bad they played, how we laid down, <laughs> what they really need to hear, being honest with them, and really yeah. chewing them really hard. Yeah. And then Coach is being. Here's what Coach did. They went to work to win. They went to work to prepare. The girls, as well as our coaches, put in hours, hours and extra hours of time to beat Lauderdale County. And the bottom line is they got outplayed, they got outcoached, yeah. and let Rawlins stay. They did. Yeah, they did. And, 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 and Shane, one of our good friends, Caleb Kirby, he told me, he said, dude, I don't. I don't I care. I don't care what anybody says. Shane's got something up his sleeve. He's gonna beat him this fourth time. <laughs> Man, listen, look. We intended to beat them every time, and I thought on paper we were better. I like somebody asked me when we were going over there for the area championship. Y'all gonna win? I said, Well, I think we are. I think we're ten or fifteen points better than them. But man, they had a they had to say about that that. No, you're not yet, Shane. But, Shane, but, uh, but we, you sure did, man. But, but it, that don't matter because the as we as, as we all yeah. talk about at Clements, guys, as long as they play that regional tournament in Wallace, and not in Rogersville, we got a heck yeah, of a chance. Yeah, a chance. And, you uh, got, hey, you, that's you, facts. There ain't no doubt. You, it's hard to win for that. Yeah, it is. Look, Shane, you know, tell I, them about Trinity Presbyterian, who you play Tuesday, man. Hello? I think we lost him. He was breaking up yeah. there for a little bit. But ah, there, there, he is. Is. There, there he is. Shane, hey. tell them about yeah. Trinity Presbyterian, who you played yeah. Tuesday morning. Okay. They have everybody back from last year except one player. And early in the year, they had players hurt. That's why their record is what it is. Mm. They didn't have their team, and now they got their whole team back. Of course. And so they're similar to Lauderdale County, but more athletic. Yeah, and, well, and it, it's going to be tough because they're good. They're real. They're a very good team. Um, but guys, I'm going to tell you all this. I was there last year. We we're up by 12 or 14 going in the fourth quarter. Eight. And sh well, eight. My bad. Shane blows it. So maybe he won't blow it this time. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> he had help from oh, the referees. Though. I'm just joking. God. Yeah, yeah. Hey, four God. fouls in the first half and don't foul out of the game. That's un unheard of. Hey, well, listen to this, man. This is the truth. 
the matter. I talked to several people. Last year, we was probably a 15 to 20 point underdog going into that game. And a lot of people know basketball. They said, hey, you were holding them off as long as you could. I go, y'all yeah, felt like we was. Um, and, and, and we only got beat by like four. I think this year going in, we're probably six to eight point underdog. You know, it's not that 15 to 20 point that we was last year. Mm-hmm. We've closed that gap. So maybe we can go down there and play one of our better games and get to the state championship game. Yeah. Do they do anything in particular that, that, that you can see might give y'all problems? I mean, are they really good outside shooters? Are they just real athletic? Yeah. They penetrate really they well? Like, what, I mean, what do they do? They, yeah, they, they penetrate real well and kick. Oh, and, and and they got shooters. They got good shooters. Their inside game, if the girl goes inside, she's 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 pretty good. But they don't have a big, you know. Yeah. They're all guards, pretty much all guards. They all handle the ball well. And I would say one, two, three, four of them are AAU players, if not five. Oh, wow. Wow. So I assume they're good yeah, ball handlers yeah. across the board as well, yes, it sounds yes. like. Yeah. Yeah. They're there to play basketball. Yeah. That's why they're at Trinity. So uh, tomorrow night, is that a go for the community pet rally? Is that a go? Yes, I think so. I believe it is. hope we can have a lot of people there and support uh, support our girls. Because, man, they do. They work their tails off. They work hard for the community, so hard for the school, and, and, and trying to keep a good thing going here for Clements yeah. High School. Well, I'm very proud of them. I, yeah, I really you am. should be. And, and, and you know what? A lot of people are proud of you and your staff. I mean, y'all wouldn't have it any other way. You're making them work hard, and they're willing to be coached right. up. And, you know, that's a good recipe for success. So, Yeah, they can handle coaching. They do a great job of handling coaching, you know, which is, which is rare this day and age. Yes, yeah. Absolutely, yes. And Shane, I think Asia, she's playing a lot better in the late later in the season. She, she's yeah. Well, you had look when Shaq went down. Shaq went down. Asia had to step up, and then Josie had to step up, and Juicy had to step up. And I think they've all done a good job of trying to fill that. Yeah. Especially Asia. Especially Asia is not a. Lost him again. You there? No, I'm back. I'm there back. Okay. You know that part of Birmingham where you, where you outside of Birmingham? That's where I'm at. The, yeah, a little area. Going down, those, going down those hills there. I think age is not but like I, what you were saying, Coach. Is she's not an eighth grader anymore. She don't no, play like that. No, then. she's not an eighth grader no more. Yeah, and she's so smart, and she plays so hard now. You know. Agreed. And and, and everybody on the team loves her to death. I mean, look. She's a lot like her mama, and she's a she is fixing to come out of that shell, and she's fun. Her mama's hilarious. Her mama is a, she's a cut up, and she's coming out of that shell, and the team, all the team, really. Hey, they were fighting over which room she would be in at Birmingham. They all wanted her. To room. That's right. Awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Like I said, man, and. It, like we always say every time, if we can get KK, which is our big that plays like a – man, she play, don't yeah. play like a big girl, yeah. but she really gets after it. She has a good game. I feel like with her having a good game of 10 to 12 points that we can beat anybody. Right, right. She should give them problems. I think that's a tough matchup for them. If she calms down and has a big game, I, I like her chances. 
I really do. I do too. She's a tough matchup. She's a matchup problem. Yeah. And what Shane's talking about is we're having a big community pet rally tomorrow at seven. At six, we're selling chicken plates to. Yes, to, yes, to, to go towards our kids and our basketball team. Then Tuesday we play at 9 a.m. at uh, we got the early ESPN. Three yeah, game. what what do you think about that, Coach? That's awful early, um, and obviously I, uh, to schedule that, you know, get up early enough to maybe get a little something in their belly, but not too much. And I mean, I don't know. It's just right. a weird time. It is a tough, tough time because you know. I got a couple that just, they ain't morning they ain't morning birds. I can't tell. Mm-hmm. I mean, Josie stumbles out of the bed, barely can she can barely get to the car. So I'm telling you, I don't know. They practice, but we've been trying to get them up. They they practice this morning at nine. Rachel and some bug had them at nine, and then uh, we're gonna go today again at three. Yeah, and Monday morning at nine. There we go. So they give you a shoot around that at the Civic Center just to get you used to the surroundings no. and all that? Do they do no, that? No, no, no. Nobody gets to get in there and shoot. You have to schedule your uh, practices in a, in a local Outside, high school gym yeah. Or, yeah, or local college. It's been that way yeah. for years. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That, that's the suck. But, but, you know, Shane does work for probably the greatest principal in the county. That's going <laughs> yeah, to I, I think at so. Nine o'clock in the morning. Nine o'clock in the morning. So. That's awesome. But yeah, Shane's yeah. got man. They got the UAB connections, guys. They can go to there and shoot as much as they want to. Okay. I'm looking forward to it, man. I'm looking forward to it. But all that man, being said, we- man, me and Shane talked about it, guys. We talked about before we played Lauderdale County. It's been another great year at Clements. I think Clements girls basketball is uh, the pride of the community right now. It's put Clements back on the map. Yep. And hey, man, we'll be right yep. back in this next year, regardless of we yep. win it all or we whatever. We'll be right back now, in it again. Good Lord willing, you pull it out. Uh, you played Plainview yeah. this year. How, how, we did play, but yeah. How how you think they'll do in their matchup? I don't know who they're playing, but if it were to they'll come, win. How? Oh, they'll win. They'll win that easily. So okay. what? they're in the they're in the final. They'll be in the final game. And and you know we played them. They beat us eighteen at our place. They're very good. But that's the game that uh, Shikari tore ACL. Hmm. And if you'll remember, Leah also went out of that game with a hamstring. Uh, with a hamstring. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. But you know they're good. Don't take yeah. nothing away from them. They're good. Uh, we got a text asking if the games would be on TV, and I'm, I'm assuming and they and would be on, the, on that just same just way the finals are on PBS. Uh, okay, just yeah, the yeah. So if okay. you got if you got NFHS, they'll be the games will be on there. They may be on WO2M locally if you on on Spectrum. Yeah, yeah that's kind of what I thought. That's but. crazy, man. There's so many other states that yeah. broadcast the whole stinking yeah. tournament. We should be doing that as well. But uh, but Shane. Yeah. Shane, we appreciate you joining us, bud. Good man, luck. yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Good Root luck for you, man. And I appreciate hey. Shane's assistant coaches. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm just joking. I appreciate hey, it, man. Go, Cole. Awesome. That's right. Go, Cole. Saddle up, baby. Up, baby. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, okay, see y'all guys. Good Thank luck, you. man. See, see you, man. bud. Thanks. That's Coach Shane Childress, the Clements Girls varsity coach. And we're going to take a quick break. You'll listen to Applebee's Tailgate Talk on the Big 1080 WKC and the PAS Plus app. 
Look for Tailgate Talk on Facebook. Just search for Tailgate Talk and make the connection. Call or text us with your comments during the show at 256-812-1848. We'll be back with more Applebee's Tailgate Talk on WKAC. Limestone Drug, located on the square in downtown Athens, is your local Health Mart pharmacy. As your local Health Mart pharmacy, Limestone Drug is locally owned and has a personal commitment to the community. Limestone Drug honors prescription drug plans, including Medicare. They accept flex spending cards and fill prescriptions in minutes, not hours. Limestone Drug knows there's nothing more important than your family's well-being. So shop Limestone Drug at 200 West Market Street in Athens, your local Health Mart pharmacy. Limestone Drug, caring for you and about you. From day one, First National Bank has been built on a strong foundation of community first. First to lend a helping hand, first to help with community events and fundraisers, first to support local students, athletic programs, and civic organizations, first to support events like United Way, Relay for Life, and many more charitable events, and most importantly, working for our great community. Without you, there'd be no First National Bank. Making communities great together, that's what we strive for. Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC. Daily and Sun Car Care is Ardmore's only one-stop auto repair and tire shop. Whether it's major mechanic or brake work or routine maintenance like an oil change or lube job, Daily and Sun Car Care has been satisfying customers all over with their fast and friendly service. They're also your headquarters for quality Cooper tires. Stop by and see Wayne, Nikki, or Dale at 25600 Main Street in Ardmore, Tennessee or call them at 931-427-4651. They're on Facebook too. Daily and Sun Car Care, open Monday through Friday, 7.30 till 5 and Saturday, 7.30 till noon. For screen printing, sign printing, banners, logo design, and more, look no further than that shirt printing place. Located at 709 North Jefferson Street in Athens, call 256-444-1827. That shirt printing place. Visit them online at thatshirtprintingplacellc.com. Look for them on Facebook too. That shirt printing place. 256-444-1927. That shirt printing place. Applebee's Tailgate Talk wants to recognize our local athletes, and you can help. Go to tailgatetalk.net throughout the school year to vote for the Applebee's Neighborhood Athlete of the Week. The winner receives a Tailgate Talk t-shirt from that shirt printing place. Submit your own nominations for future polls, too. While you're there, check out the Tailgate Talk archives and see what you might have missed. That's the Applebee's Neighborhood Athlete of the Week. Cast your vote today from Applebee's Neighborhood Grill and Tailgate Talk. Hey, this is Will Lowry, former safety for the University of Alabama, and you're listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. And welcome back here to Applebee's Tailgate Talk. Uh, we're live here to Athens Applebee's, and uh, before, before I uh, forget about it, uh, Tim, who is our um, – I'm sorry, let's get your stuff together here. Who is our uh, – Athlete of the Week and our Huntsville Havoc ticket winners. Okay, our uh, Athlete of the Week is Ethan Johnson of ABS. And then Hell with the Havoc winners are Rosemarie Burgess, Tanya Novalis, Teresa Ray, and Glenn Brewer. So uh, Ethan gets a gift card from Applebee's and uh, Tailgate Talk t-shirt. And then uh, Hell with the Havoc winners get tickets to see the Huntsville Havoc. So. Congratulations, Yeah, congratulations to him. Um, Coach wins. Uh, Miss Legden played softball again. Yeah, we played well. We played Monday, Tuesday, and then this weekend. They've played several. They played about 19 games so far. And wow. The team's doing pretty good right now, man. I mean, 
They've been like Willie Nelson on the road. No, on the road. That's, the way, that's the way it needs to be. Though, Are they doing man. any double headers at all? Uh, we did we did one we did a double header the night against uh, Scottsboro, and beat them pretty good. Pretty it was a pretty good deal. And other night we played at Coleman, but it was varsity first, JV next, and, and the JV team did real well. I mean they played one, they won like it was like fourteen to one. Oh nice against, against Coleman. But next week they play, I think J Catholic at home, and then. I don't know who else it is, but they go on the on the road to Decatur to a tournament Friday and Saturday. Well, Looks like Bob Jones. Yeah, Bob Jones. Day after that, so. yeah, we beat Bob Jones. Yeah, I was gonna say five to five to three in the Vestavia Hills tournament. So, but they're they're pretty good in there. What six seven a seven a school? So, so how's well, Lucy's say, team? Real good. I mean, they they, they won the other night. Lucy's kind of double dipping with the varsity and JV. And, She's doing pretty good. I know she loves that, don't she? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Lily don't love it, but Lucy loves it. That's fun. Oh, God. So, uh, Seth's baseball team and Jessica's softball yeah, team, how we, they're we, doing? We kind of blew one last night down there playing football. Late innings, you know, baseball's still a game of you got to hit your spots. And one of our pitchers didn't, and they hit one up there on the on the up top to – to, to go ahead and beat us, end up beating us by one run. Some Just some, some things Seth's got to work out as far as base running, how to run bases. I know it sounds elementary, but, guys, our kids, our kids at Clements, the difference in West West and Clements is in baseball, softball is some of those girls play all year. Yeah. Our girls don't play all year. Our boys don't play all year. And it puts them behind the eight ball a little bit, especially early in the season. Yeah. But you would think, though, at that age, that's, like you said, that's kind of an elementary thing. You would think. Mm-hmm. But when you're not playing all year round and you're not keeping that in your system, yeah. sometimes those are those are yeah. things. Yeah, and you would hope it, you know, you wouldn't have to teach a 10th, 11th, 12th grader well, those things. I had this question asked to me other day, how many days a week do, does Lily go and hit? Every, Every day. day. <laughs> Every day. What? Every day. Cause it's, That's the only way to get better. It is. And you ain't got to swing a – you know, we used to try to get 100 when we were little. Now we try to get quality ones. Yeah. If she does a quality day of not that many, hey, let's go home. Okay. Now, she fusses with me about it, but I have to kind of make her do it, you know. I like that, though. That's what you know what? I mean, you, you said, I mean, there's some days you just ain't got it. And then there's when the days that you do, and you mean you're in that That's group. Right. That's right. You know, no sense of continuing it. So. That's right, man. And I look for big things in there pitching. And those two Kyle girls at West are doing a great job on the mound pitching. The others are hitting. The whole lineup from top to bottom is hitting. That's and that's, awesome. that's huge, man, right now. And Boy, it makes it like fun said, too, don't it? It does. I, I love watching that game. I wish I was kind of watching, you know, Bama's at UAB this weekend. I wish I could have drove there. But my daughters are getting old, and they don't love me like they used to. So I don't want to go it, only get, it only gets worse. Cut. And one's no, getting close to start driving her own car. So. No, I don't have Zach anymore. Zach would go from here to Vermont with me if I wanted to go watch something. He sure so. would. Sure do miss him. We all do. I drove by and talked with him the other day, matter of fact, about a week ago. So, uh, Wolverine Dan, last night at the game, he asked about his parents and, and – how they were doing and stuff. So uh, yeah, praying for his mom. She's coming off some surgery <laughs> yeah. about a month ago. Absolutely, man. Yeah, love that family. Um, Coach Parker and the football team—they off season. We got wrestling up. coming up. Oh Sunday, yeah, man. yeah. I forgot about that. At wrestling uh, down there at school. Some of the guys you know, Todd. Really? Oh yeah, you talking about that? Yeah. I thought yeah, you. Yeah. 
When, it, when yeah. is that? March? It's March 16th on a Saturday are, night. Aren't we having him on? We're supposed to have Braden on. Yeah. Okay, yeah, we're going to have Braden on the show. Good deal. We'd like for everybody to come out. That's All that money goes to support football, and we need – Man, I can't tell you the stuff we need in football down there at Clements just to compete against the people we're going to have to compete against this year with our new region. Who is in that region? Oh, well, it's some of the same ones I think we've added. Uh, I think East Lawrence maybe got back. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm not. But Mars Hill still in there with us, and Lauderdale County still in there with us. And we added Rogers. They went down to 3A. It's. It's pretty tough, but like I said, you know, you so, can't fuss about it. You just got to get ready for it, you know. So, like five teams, probably. Yeah, uh, it's you got Ardmore, Colbert Heights, Rogers, Elmont, Tanner, Lauderdale County, Colbert County, Sheffield, Mars Hill, and Waterloo. Holy, is the schedule? That's the schedule. Yeah, yeah no, no, Sheffield and Waterloo are just uh, non 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 region games. So, is the wrestling in the new gym or the old gym, or do you know? put it in the new gym, man? Okay, and. uh I think we're going to have a special. We're going to let Ricky Hargrove wrestle a bear down there. <laughs> <laughs> See Ricky on, slapped baby. around. Uh, no, uh, it's going to be – I'm looking forward to it, man. Anytime I can get a, that type of wrestling, I think Oh, and Brayden will do a wonderful best. job, man. I've seen that's that boy wrestle a hundred times, and um, uh, he can do it. He can go. And he'll and everybody he'll bring in will be able to go as well. So, they'll put on a great show. Yeah, man, I, I hope it does well. and. I hope everybody comes out, man, because this is – to raise money at Clements, you got to reach outside the community and do fundraisers yeah. like that. It's one that should bring in everybody down to well, – I, mean, I mean, you can get people from Florence to come in for yeah. advertise right in, you know, in the whole county. That's right. That's right. And I'm telling you, it's, 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 people think it's fake. It's real, ain't it, Jay? <laughs> it is. It's real to us. Funny Ask story Andy is, Kaufman. It's real. <laughs> that's right. Funny story, we went to Sheffield this years ago when he was down there coaching, and they had a wrestling event down at the rec center. And him knowing a guy that was in the promotion oh. got him in the show part. Oh, you know, nice. He, take, you know, he calls him out in front of everybody. So maybe Braden will call you out or something. No, no he, can call him, <laughs> he can call him me out. I ain't getting in that ring with that boy. He ain't going to hurt oh, me. Uh, <laughs> but, hey, but that night was one of the last times the bullet yeah. was in action. Or yeah. Bob oh, wow. Armstrong, yeah. man. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Man. Yeah. Matter of fact, I'm going to AEW show next week. Wednesday night. So Wednesday night, and maybe I get to see Ric Flair, Steen. I'll tell you what I wish, man. Maybe when when Tim ain't got nothing to do this season, call some some softball games at Clements and West Limestone. We we'll play somebody good. Still working on our facilities at Clements, but I'm telling you guys, you need to come in there and check it out, how good of a job Jessica and we, we got to do it, and Brad Durham. And some of our parents have really done a good job with our baseball and our, especially our softball field, how good it looks there That's now. Good. Even though we've got a new dressing room, locker room, we still, we still, you know, I want, I want everybody in the county to do away with chain link and do the nets. Yeah. Because yeah. everywhere you go, that's what it is now. Yeah. And we're behind the times. And sometimes we spend money. We need to spend money on our, I call it the kids that do a lot for each school, which yeah. is our athletes, yeah. man. They spend extra time there. They deserve the best. And we're trying to encourage good families to move in our schools in the county. And it starts with facilities with our Oh, athletes. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah. yeah. You know, you know, like we uh, we went down to Hoover last fall, you know, watched Lillian play down there at that perfect game facility. I wish they had something like that here. Yeah. God, That's Hoover that money, is, though. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. But, but that facility, I mean, 
they had a whole net that covered a whole seating area where foul ball yeah, comes yeah. that you know wouldn't get hit or nothing. And nowadays you just about got to have that stuff because everybody's down on their yeah. phone looking around, parting yeah. around, goofing yeah. off, and they never, never know. Yeah. And uh, that's like when you're at the hockey game, they make sure you know, don't move around while the game's in play. You might get hit right. in the head with a. And I noticed this morning too. I don't know if you seen it on Facebook that Senator Arthur Arthur Orr gave money to Tanner for a new weight room. They got a grant money yeah. for a new weight room down yeah. there. Tanner's had that one probably since. You were there with Coach I was there. Speaking of, guys, we'll say this again. Applebee's is buzzing now. A lot of people in here need to come yep. out here to Applebee's. But sure do. as I look behind me, man, I'm thinking about how I've been blessed with my career of teaching, seeing two guys that were in my second grade PE class wow. at Tanner sitting right behind there. us with their family. How old am I? <laughs> Good Lord. Not a young man anymore. You're not as old no, as me, though. No, so. no, no. And none of us are old as Tim. So, <laughs> Tim don't look it, man. No, he don't. Tim was like a million bucks. I was does. <laughs> what you get? Yeah, outside. <laughs> what you got coming up on your schedule as far as ball games and stuff? What you got coming up? Um, got Calhoun Monday night. Calhoun. Uh, uh, when you got men's or women's? Men's and women's. Okay, ball. So yeah, uh, Monday and Thursday night. So are you waiting until it warms up for James Clemens baseball and softball? Yes. Since <laughs> yes. sitting in the cold. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's actually been warmer than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. But you never uh, know. This time of year it could be 20, it could be yeah. 80. As soon as they show up, then it'll be just freezing. I know, I think Last Saturday wasn't 80. Nope. I know. What is it? Next weekend, James Clemens plays uh, at Toyota Field. They play East. Yeah, we're doing that one. We're doing – well, not the East Limestone, but they're playing – Shelby County it's East, that afternoon. East Shelby so. County and James Clemens, they're all playing like a little round robin at nice. Toyota Field next Saturday. What time does it start, you know? East plays at 11, and then they play Shelby Another County after that. 4 o'clock. And then James Clemens and Shelby County play at 4. Yeah, awesome. yeah. So. Okay. Nice. Those kids will love that. Yeah. I'll tell you, I get – speaking of – I see oh, – oh, my, my, one of our sporting goods guys that comes by, his best friend, Sonny. Shara, he comes in there and with him sometimes in the school. We talk a little baseball. I like that kid. He's a good kid. Even though he's an Auburn kid, he's a good kid. <laughs> right. You can't hold it against him too hard, I guess. Raised wrong. That's what it was. Well, guys, it's been a fun show today. Yeah. And I've had a blast. And and thanks to all our guests. Thanks for David and Laney showing up today. And yeah. uh, we'll do it all again next Saturday. Good Lord willing, creeks don't rise. There we go. So for Coach Clint Legg and Todd DeBottom and our producer extraordinaire, Tim Lambert, Tom Cat, getting back here soon, buddy. We miss you. Yep. I'm Tojo J. Vassar. We appreciate you joining us. You've been listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk on the Big 1080 WKC and our PAS Plus app. We'll talk to you next week. If your place on the water needs some attention, call BP Riverworks. Boathouses, docks, seawalls, and repairs. Call Baron Pugh at 251-200-2273 or Tracer Pew at 256-206-7097. BP Riverworks. Licensed and insured, 251-200-2273 or 256-206-7097.
While others have come and gone, the Lion's Den Gym has been roaring as a workout and exercise fixture in Athens, growing from its humble basement beginnings in 1981 to their current 10,000 square foot location at 212 Commercial Drive in Athens. The Lion's Den offers 24-7 access to their ever-expanding equipment collection that includes treadmills and climbers, elliptical trainers, stationary bikes, loose weights and dumbbells, and over 45 different weight machines. Contact the Lion's Den Gym about a membership today at 256-652-2627. Visit them online at lionsdengym.com or on Facebook, The Lions Den Gym, 256-652-2627. Davis & Cole LLP in Athens has served the area assisting individuals and businesses with bookkeeping, tax preparation and filing and routine accounting. Davis & Cole LLP, located at 105 South Marion Street, open weekdays 9 to 5. Call 256-232-9994. Davis and Cole LLP. When things go wrong, State Farm is here to help life go right. And Agent Michael Howell is the one who can help get things back on track. See Michael for your auto, home, life, health, property, and business insurance and be ready for those unexpected twists that life throws at you. Ask about banking and annuities too. Call State Farm Agent Michael Howell at 232-5400. Visit him online at michaelhowell.net or go see him at 903 South Clinton Street in Athens. State Farm Agent Michael Howell. There when things go wrong, here to help life go right. Keep up with local school, travel, youth, and amateur sports throughout the week with the Play Action Sports Update. Listen weekday mornings at 7.30 and weekday afternoons at 1.30 and 3.30 as we bring you the latest scores, news, and announcements from Limestone County and surrounding communities. That's the Play Action Sports Update three times a day, Monday through Friday on 1080 WKAC. You've been listening to Applebee's Tailgate Talk, live from Applebee's Neighborhood Grill on Highway 72 East in Athens, just off I-65. You can hear the archive of this and other shows online at tailgatetalk.net. Applebee's Tailgate Talk is a production of Play Action Sports on 1080 WKAC.